We were just like <laughs> being drunk on Monday. We were just like feeling drunk on Last week, I think, wasn't... Oh, was it not good? Was last week or the week before, we had just a mess of one. Yeah, we definitely had a, a rough one at some point. Maybe it was... Yeah, I can't... And I can't remember if it was, like, an intro or an outro. I think it was an intro. Oh, because yeah. I was like, do you want to go first? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and and I was like, like, what do you wait, mean? I was like, wait, don't we usually say something before we say our names? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. We forgot how to... Intro. <laughs> well, we forgot it. We did good today. Yeah. Um. So how's your week? Then it's been good. It's felt really long. I feel like, like as far as work goes, just because I've been. I was a model, <laughs> which I I'm doing air quotes because <laughs> I'm not obviously, but like it's like employee sourced. Yeah. Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was in a, for a, a video that we're creating at work about like, I haven't said my workplace and I'm not going to, but this would maybe give something part of it away. Um, like how to style a vest. <clears throat> so it's very like fashion focused and like there's yeah. a stylist in the video and it's going to be, it was like this full thing, like multiple cameras, like lights, a sound guy, like mm-hmm. Like, I had, like, a lavalier mic, which is the one that, like, clips on. Mm. Like, it have, like, a battery. So, it's, like, you can't see it. Oh. And, like, there was, like, full hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it was a big deal. But, um, the, the shoot was on Tuesday, so we had a fitting on Sunday. Boo. Boo. Oh, my God. And, like, coming into <laughs> it, I thought it was going to be, like, an hour. Like, that's what the... Yeah. Because they sent a meeting invite, so what we right. could hold time. And the meeting invite was only for an hour. So I was like, oh, okay, like, it'll be quick. I was there for, like, three hours. <laughs> That's not quick, especially for, like, no, a Sunday. a Sunday. I mean, I offered to stay later because, like, some of the, like, when I got there, like, one of my friends at work, Cole, like, he was, came in for the fitting at for at 1 o'clock and was supposed to be done by 2. And when I got there at 2, that he hadn't even started yet. And he was like, oh. I have to go. He's like, my sister's in town. Like, I need to leave. Yeah. So I was just like. You know, I didn't have anything planned, so I was like, oh, like, you do everybody else first. Like, I'm here to just hang out, because the right. world was there. So it was, like, yeah. it was really casual. Um, but, like, with that happening on Sunday and being at work for so long on Sunday, this week has felt like it's just dragged. Mm-hmm. Like, yesterday, we're recording this on a Thursday, so, like, yesterday being Wednesday, mm-hmm. came around, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, when is this week going to be over? I'm like, yeah, I have, like, never. And that was Wednesday morning that I was seeing that. I'm like, I've got mm-hmm. three full work days left. That's gross. Gross. So, it's just been long. It's been fun. There's just been a lot of good stuff going on, but mm-hmm. I got a haircut. Looks really good on you. Thanks. Although, not that I, like, 
get haircuts because I want people to say anything. Mm-hmm. But, like... I guess I thought somebody would have said something at work today. Like, oh my god, did you cut your hair? Like, it looks so good. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. Not no a single noticed. person said anything. And I've like, I mean, I cut off probably like, I don't know, like three to four inches. Like, it's mm-hmm. pretty drastic. Like, my yeah. hair was like down to like my boobs probably. And now it's like up to my collar bones. Mm-hmm. Nobody... Notice, said anything, nothing. <laughs> Did like, you get it colored darker again? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like a glaze. Yeah, but I mean, I can notice that too. <clears throat> yeah. Nobody at work noticed. Like, maybe they noticed they just didn't say anything. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> like, I feel like even at my work, working with a bunch of like older men, they yeah. noticed when I get my hair done. Yeah, well, I noticed on Sunday, like, Cole had gotten a haircut since the last time I saw him. I'm like, oh, you got a haircut. Like, it looks good. And he's like, thanks. So I'm yeah. like, oh, maybe he would be like, oh, you got a haircut. Right. Nothing. No. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing against him. But, like, like multi- and I had, like, meetings with, like, my entire team. Yeah, no one And I was noticed. on video. And no one noticed. I'm like, Aww. oh, okay. <laughs> That's well, fine. it looks nice. Thanks. I like it. Thanks. I'm just, like, I'm happy with it because it's, I don't know, I feel like when my hair gets long, it gets really thin at the bottom and yeah. like, it feels unhealthy. Yeah, no, I understand. I feel like um, that way a little bit about mine right now. But. Yeah, and also, like, I tend to just wear my hair down a lot, and I feel like on non-hair wash days, mm-hmm. I've been having to put it up, and when it's longer, I, like, I don't have experience putting long hair up, mm. really. So I feel <laughs> like I'm like, I don't really know how to put this in a bun and, like, make all this hair go somewhere mm. or whatever. So it was yeah. just, I was just getting, like... I don't know. Unsure about what to do with it at yeah. that point. So I'm like, I'm just going to cut it. So. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, how was your week? It's, yeah, I just feel like nothing has happened. <laughs> but it's felt <laughs> really long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like it's Groundhog Day. Like, I don't know. I just feel like I wake up and I, like, just do the same yeah. thing at work. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> like, I'm not as, like about work this week as I have been in the past which at least that's good because like some more stuff started up with my project but it's like more of the same it's just I have to do it for like other parts of the project now so like busier that's good at least yeah because I mean for a while I'm like I'm just doing the same thing every day and it's like not always feeling like enough to fill the week so I'm just like (sighs) yeah at least, like, even if you don't like the work, at least if you're busy enough with work you don't like, you don't really have time to think about how much you don't like the work. Exactly. <laughs> it's, like, in my opinion, <clears throat> at least it's taking up my time. Yeah. So I don't have as much time to sit around and be, like, okay, I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, exactly. You know, so, it's been yeah. okay. Um, tomorrow... I'm not looking forward to at all. Oh, okay. So, at my company, they give you two days off a year to volunteer. Yeah. Like, on top of all your normal PTO. Yeah. So, it's called a VTO day. Okay. And a lot of times, like, teams will plan VTO days together. Yeah. So, my, um, I guess he's, like, my boss's boss, but it's, like, the entire systems team instead of just like my sub team okay is going to a like rescue horse farm 
You're not a horse girl, right? Like, you no, hate horses. I don't like them. Yeah. And it's not so much that I'm, like, scared of them. It's more that I think they're gross. They do tend to smell, I feel like. Yeah, and we're literally going and, like, mucking out stalls, I feel. Oh, so you have to do, like, horse poop. Yes. What the hell? Like, the list of things that we could possibly do was, like... And we'll figure out what they actually want us to do when we get there. Because they're yeah. like, we'll just have you guys do whatever needs attention. Yeah. But they were listing, like, painting something. Mm. Like, land upkeep, stall upkeep, which that's, Ugh. like, mucking stalls, I'm pretty sure. And I'm like, I don't like horses. I think they're gross. Therefore, this is the worst idea. The worst possible. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, you might be able to play with some of the horses. And I'm like, that is not attractive to me. No, thank you. I don't, like, I think the thing that weirds me out the most about horses is when you, like, feed them. Yeah, and they're, like, tongues and like, Yeah, and they're, like, lips go, like, bop, 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 And, like, they, like, lift their lips up. To, like, bite something, and then you can, like, see their, like, gross teeth, teeth and, like, their gums. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, why is anyone, why is anyone like this? Like, I appreciate horses when they're, like, running around and do whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, that's a really cool animal. But I'm like, I don't need to be up close to it. No. And. You can admire it from afar. Like, this is gonna sound even shittier, but I'm like. Being around a bunch of, like, rescue horses that have been, like, probably abused or malnourished and stuff is going to freak me out even more than a normal horse. Yeah. going to be like, uh... And then everyone there is going to be, like, a horse girl. Yeah. Like, working there. They're all going to be like, oh my be... god, do you like the horse? Come see the horse. Blah, blah. I'm going to have to, like, try not to be rude. That does feel <laughs> like quite the, like ambitious one just just in the sense that like there definitely are people who are scared of horses yeah i wonder if you could just be like can i do something i mean just just pretend that you're scared of them right so they like won't put you near them yeah i'm just like the other thing is the forecast is it gonna rain back and forth rain no rain rain no rain so it's either gonna be ridiculously hot or we're gonna be soaked and i'm like and the usually volunteer days, it's like half a day. Okay. And then this you just is... like get the rest of it off. Yeah. We have to get there at eight thirty in the morning. That's early <laughs> for the thing to start at nine. Why do you have to get there that early? Then? I don't know. I don't know if they need us to sign waivers or mm. what. I don't know. I'm in case like, you get kicked by a horse. Yeah, you can literally don't die sue today. Because also, I'm like, if they're rescue horses, I'm assuming some of them might be, like, afraid of people. Yeah. Especially a group of, like, 15 people all coming in at once. Yeah. So I'm like, why, why are we doing this? Right. I don't know. And so it goes 8.30 to 3.30. Whoa. And I'm like, oh. And usually the ones that, like, go into the afternoon, they'll be like, and we're going to order lunch from this place or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No one has said anything about, like lunch so i was talking to maddie because she's going yeah and she was like have you heard anything about lunch like are we supposed to like pack a lunch for tomorrow yeah and i was like i don't know no one said anything about it so i guess so i would just in case yeah Yeah, i'm like so not only do you have to give up a full day volunteering in a place where you don't want to be but you're also not gonna get free lunch out of it yeah like you normally do yeah and they were like wear work boots if you have them i'm like 
What? And what if you don't? I know. I was like, uh, I guess I'll wear, like, my blundstones that I wear for, like, working out in the garden. Because yeah. I can, like, clean them off easily. Yeah. But I'm like, then if it gets hot, like, that's going to suck. Yeah. I don't know. I just really wish they picked literally anything else. I'm surprised they didn't, like, kind of read the room and, like, ask people, like, do we have preferences? Or, like, would you not have gotten the choice? Yeah, like, um, the system seems manager just, like, picked it. Oh. And the, like, I don't usually do the volunteer days very often. Because I'm like... What's the alternative to, like, work a day? Yeah, you just don't take your VTO day. And yeah, you just, and you just go, go to work. work or yeah. take a personal day or something. I yeah. don't know because it's like the rest of the department is still there, so it's, it's right. wouldn't be weird. Mm. But I'm like, I don't know. I think I've done a couple before, and we went to like a food pantry. Yeah, for one, and then like I don't know. There apparently one group went and did a beach cleanup. That, that would be fun. fun. I know, I'm like, like, I don't want to go work at a horse farm. Right, like, bring me to an animal shelter. Like, go to an animal shelter. Yeah. No, there's a bunch of groups that go to the one down the street because IDEX donates a bunch of money to them, so we have a good partnership with them, so we'll also send volunteers over. Yeah. And I'm just like... Horse... Yeah, the only thing worse than, like, like, shoveling horse shit (laughs) is shoveling horse shit in the rain, too. Like... Right. Or in the 90 degree heat, because that yeah. seems to be or the two maybe options. Both. <laughs> yeah, or the humid rain. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't want to go. But it very much felt like they were like, we really want the whole team to come. Okay. Weird. And they even were like, oh, we're looking to set up a VTO day for the team before they told us what it was. Yeah. And they were like, can everyone let us know like what days you have a conflict so you had in to, July? So you had to commit to it before you knew where you were going. I know, yeah. Rough. Ah, so we're gonna go have some fun team bonding while we shovel shit together. I'm just not. I'm not. I feel into like that. I feel like the move for you definitely would be like, I'm scared of horses. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> like, can you fan. put me on a task that's like away from them? Like maybe it's painting or whatever. Well, that's what Maddie like, and I wanted to do, but we're worried yeah. if it's raining, like. Oh, how are you successfully going to be able to paint anything? Yeah, like, that might not be an option. Yeah. Well, because then the other things, it sounded like heavy manual labor. Yeah. It was like, go weed whack around the entire pasture or something, and I'm like, I don't want to be doing any of this. No. I don't, like, I know volunteering is nice, and we should do it, but I don't want to... Yeah. <laughs> Let horse girls volunteer at the horse farm. Can I just, like, work my normal Friday? Well. Because my normal Friday, I have meetings all through the first half of the day. Yeah. And then the afternoon, I usually just sign off early. Yeah. That sounds much better. And, like, <laughs> and then I, it minimally, I'm working from home in the afternoon usually. Yeah. So it's very casual. But I can't do that. I have to be at the horse farm until 3.30. Well, maybe if it is raining, they'll wrap early. Hope so. Yeah. Yikes. So I'm not looking forward to tomorrow. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Oof. I'm like, okay. Yeah. And like, we don't even get to like sleep in a bit or anything. No. So we still have to like get over there like normal work time yeah. basically. Yeah. It's like in Wyndham, so right. it's not like. Close. I think it, I think that's the one. I feel like I've seen it across from the jail. Yeah. And I've got. 
a coworker who I think volunteers there a lot, but I think she's a horse girl. Yeah, I'm sure. Because she always, sense. like, she posts, like, stuff, like, with horses. So I think she, like, enjoys them. Oh. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> What's that like? <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's my week. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking? Um, so I am drinking a can of Loverboy. Mm-hmm. It is sparkling hard tea that's like strawberry lemonade flavor. So yeah, it's so a strawberry lemonade kissed with green tea. So it's like, I don't know, they're good. It just kind of yeah. tastes like a, like, strawberry Arnold Palmer Yeah, it doesn't vibe. taste like alcohol, I feel. Yeah, zero sugar, 90 calories. So I don't know. I like them. I, I had gotten these for 4th of July because mm-hmm. the, there's a story by Madison's house that, like, has a good, has they a always really carry Loverboy, and it's like, you don't even selection. see that, yeah, you don't even really see that at, like, many other places around here, so. Yeah, it's just, like, this random little grocery store, it's not even, yeah. like, a full it size. It is, it's like, it's almost like an IGA, which I don't know yeah. if that's, like, a nationwide thing, or if that's just a main right. thing, but, like, it's, it's just, like, like, a tiny little grocery store. It's yeah. It's not like very big. low ceilings, like, narrow aisles. Right. Like It's not, like, a Shaw's or something like no. that. No. Right. So. Yeah. That's what I'm tr- What are you drinking? Stuff? I have a tea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, like, felt like tea when I was leaving work, so I grabbed a tea bag and made it yeah. when I got here. Nice. And then I was, like, I'm kind of liking my tea, so I made yeah. more. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sometimes you just need, like, the non Yeah, I didn't really feel like stuff. drinking. I don't know. We had, well, we had a big drinking night on Tuesday, so. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right, well. Well, what are our topics today? Yeah, so we've got, um, <laughs> I'm going to be talking about, um, a possible current serial killer in the Midwest. So it's going to be really, it's going to be, a, I mean, like, when I started researching it, I'm like, oh, this is really interesting. And then I got researched, I'm like, this is actually really sad. But, like, it's still well, interesting, but it's really sad. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to talk about. And then we're going to end with Madison. She's got some fun <laughs> stuff planned that she's going to surprise me with. Yeah. Um, I decided <laughs> to select some BuzzFeed quizzes. And I'm going to make Emma blindly take them without yeah. knowing, like... What I'm going to learn about myself at the end. Yeah, like, you don't know what the quiz is. It's going to be random-ass questions. Yeah, and then it's going to be like, what's your favorite pizza topping and shit yeah. like that. And then... And then it'll be like, you are Rory Gil- Rory Gilmore from yeah, Gilmore Girls. It's going to be random like <laughs> I'm that. I'm so excited. And then I think we might get into some Am I the Asshole posts that yeah. I also found a really good BuzzFeed article in. Okay. And those are really bizarre, so... Okay, I'm so excited for that. I think that'll be a good way to end, because like I said, I'm going to bring party down to start. Yeah, and then we'll bring it back we'll up. Bring again. it back up. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I guess we'll just get into it then. Let's do it. Okay. So, again, this first segment, it is about a potential active serial killer. We're going to start with Chicago. Okay. We're going to start with Chicago. All right. Okay. Two disclaimers to start. Mm-hmm. The first disclaimer, um, aspects of this are only, like, theories. 
and have not been confirmed. And I've actually, in some cases, been denied by police. So, like, just keep in mind that, like, this is, like, internet sleuths on, like, Reddit and um, TikTok. Like, Mm, just going at it. Just, like, the fact that it's a serial killer. Like, all the crimes yeah. we know are real, but it's All the crimes just... you know are real, but okay. it's whether or not there's actually a serial killer. Okay. And I'll get into that a bit more later, um, but, like, just as a disclaimer that, like, none of this has been confirmed by police, so this is, like, mm-hmm. theories. Theory. Okay. The other disclaimer, off the bat, we have to acknowledge that we're talking about mass death here, mm. um, and so, like, obviously, even though, like, we're talking about this because it's, like kind of interesting at the same time like this is like people have died and so like obviously so sorry for the losses of the people who have passed and like their families going through this like it's got to be so hard because like they don't have any answers right now so like Mm -hmm. just acknowledging that like this is gonna be sad and like a lot of people have died so like respect to them Mm -hmm. definitely okay so i am going to start with how I first heard about this okay. whole situation happening. Um, so I had seen, I gosh, I mean, like, I followed the, like, Idaho 4 case of those college students who got murdered mm-hmm. really closely. And so, like, on Twitter, a lot of stuff will pop up into my feed that's true crime related. Like, there's a couple of people who post regularly about lots of true crime stuff. And so this was something that popped up as it was happening. Mm-hmm. So on June 17th, the body of tw- 26-year-old Noah, and I'm going to butcher probably a lot of these names, especially later. There's some rough ones. Okay. So, sorry if I butcher your name. Okay. Well, to the family. Right? <laughs> sorry to the family if I butcher the names of their... God, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> it's, it's tightened all over oh, again. I don't have a good track record when talking about people dying, apparently. Okay. Um, well, anyway, so, we get it. We get it. Yeah, yeah. Name pronunciations are hard. Rough. Okay. On June 17th, the body of 26-year-old Noah Enos was recovered from the Chicago River. Mm. He was last seen on June 12th, so he's missing for, like, five days. Um, He was last seen around 10 p.m. after attending a concert at a venue called the Salt Shed. Um, He attended the concert with a co-worker, and the two were separated when Enos went to the bathroom. Um, So, again, like, went to a concert, got separated from his friend. The next time they... He was seen. He was like being. Dang, so it wasn't even like at the end of the night where they're like, okay, go home, see you later. No, it was like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom, I'll be right back. And like, he never came back. Jesus. And he was, they pulled him from the river. Oh my God. And so I feel like I had seen people, like I had seen that he was missing. Mm-hmm. And the conversation that I was seeing on Twitter was everybody saying, like, we know what's gonna, like, what's, what, where you're gonna find him. Everybody knows how this is gonna end. I was like, wait, what the fuck why are people we talking all... about? Why, why, wait, everybody... why do we all know? Why does everybody know? And then, like, it came out that they had pulled his body from the river, and everybody was like, we knew this was going to happen. Like, totally saw this coming. Like, and I'm like, what? Mm. Like, explain. Someone explain. So I looked it up. Um, he's unfortunately not the first person to be pulled from Chicago waterways recently. Oh. So... Since the beginning of 2022, mm-hmm. they have pulled 16 bodies from either the Chicago River or Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Most of them are men. There are some that are women. Not all of them are suspicious, mm-hmm. but, like, a lot of them, there just aren't any answers. 
So I'm going to go through the list of all the people. Okay. Um, so obviously, Noah Enos, he was found in June 2023. The cause and manner of his death is pending, which makes sense because that was fairly recent. So mm-hmm. that makes sense. They pulled an unidentified woman from found in May 2023. Cause and manner of her death, unavailable. Richard Garcia found April 2023 cause. And so, again, this is all, like, June, May, April of this year. Okay. Um, found April 2023 cause and manner pending. Mm. Seamus Gray found April 2023 cause and manner. Or causes drowning. Manner is undetermined. Oh. Joel Orduno found March 2023 cause drowning. Manner undetermined. Anthony Rucker found February 2023, cause, drowning, manner, suicide. It's tough. Yeah. I feel like to know sometimes, I don't know. I, I What I should have done, and I didn't really have time to do this, but, like, Google all of these cases to see, like, yeah. how they can confirm that it was a suicide. But, right. like... Like, if he left a note, then... Then it, obviously, then that would know. be the case. But, like, right. I don't necessarily know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I should have said this earlier, but this is from a New York Post article. So, it's a New York Post. You know, like... Mm. Not, like, the best, like, news source, but it was, like, the only one that I could found that listed them all mm. in the same place. So, um, okay, uh, this is the name that I'm going to butcher. There are so many consonants. I'm going to say Christoph Zuber, and I'm telling, this is, like, K-R-Z-Y-S-Z-T-O-F. That's my my best guess. Sounds good. Um, found December of 2022, caused drowning, manner, accident. Peter Salvino found December 2022, caused drowning, manner, accident. Hayward Brown, June 2022, caused drowning, manner, accident. Daniel Sotelo found May 2022, caused drowning, manner, undetermined. This one is like... Actually, sorry, I should have listed these two people together. Because this one is really sad. So that was Daniel Sotelo. This next one is Natalie Brookson. Found May 2022. Cause and manner. Both undetermined. So those two are dating. And they were both found. Oh I think in Lake God. Michigan. But like two people who were dating were both oh. pulled in the same month. I think it must have. Whatever happened. must have happened, happened at the same, same time. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Karina Pena Alanis. Found April 2022. Cause drowning. Manner. Suicide. Again. And I'll get into a little bit more about like. Even though it's listed as suicide, like, you know, we'll get into that later. Okay. Um, I'm going to butcher this one, too. Yuet Sang um, found April 2022, cause drowning, manner undetermined. Unidentified woman found April 2022, cause manner unavailable. Unidentified man found April 2022, cause manner unavailable. Kathleen Martin found March of 2022, cause drowning, manner undetermined. 16 people. So many of those cause and manners undetermined or unavailable or mm. accident or, yeah. right? It's like, it's all very, it's, it's a little bit rough to pull that. And that's within, you know, less than two years. Yeah. Is that like more than normal for the area? I feel like it has to be. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I have no idea. I feel like it has to be. And I'll get into some of like why it feels okay. like it has to be. Um, so, again, that's all from a New York Post article. Um, 
A lot of internet sleuths on Reddit and TikTok are saying that so many people drowning in the same city in such a short span of time can't be a coincidence. Um, and this is the last bit, too, which will tie into another piece that I have coming up. It also seems that a handful of these men are last seen in and around Chicago nightlife before they go missing. Mm. So of all of those people, I listed at least four that I could find. And I did, I was doing some Googling to figure out, like, yeah. where were they were last seen. At least four of those were, like, at a concert or at a bar or, like, at a party or... Mm-hmm. So, um... Some of them I, I wasn't able to look. But, like, that's that's what people are saying, too, is an aspect of this. Is like, mm. these people are in nightlife areas, separated from the people that they're with. Mm-hmm. And then they are found dead in a river. Yeah, because, you know, what I always like to do when I'm out for a night at the bars is go swim in a river later. Right. And so, the but other does thing... Does that even make any sense as, like, plausible, like, accident? Right. The other thing to keep in mind, too, is, like, some of those, the months that these people were found. So, a lot are in April. You got May, June, yeah, December, in, February. It's, like, in winter. The winter. And that's important. Yeah. So, just keep that in the back of your mind. Okay. So, so this is generally what's happening in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Like I said, lots of conversation around, like, this feels suspicious what is happening Mm -hmm. and like even some of the victims families feel like it's suspicious so the more recent guy that they pulled out Mm -hmm. um enos his family have actually hired a private investigator Mm -hmm. because they don't feel like they're getting answers from police and Mm -hmm. they are concerned about like how could he just accidentally fall into the river and die that doesn't make any sense right so one of the theories that people are talking about online and this is where it gets interesting. Obviously, the death stuff is really sad. But this mm-hmm. is where, it, like, I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. It's called the smiley face killer theory. Okay. So, and, okay. And I'm about to say, I, a bunch, all these bullets that I'm about to read now are literally copy and pasted both from two separate Newsweek articles. Okay. So, um, just that's my source here. Um, so the smiley face serial killer theory itself, it's, it's not new. Like, this has been around for a while. Um, it is thought to have originated around 2017 as attention focused on evidence surrounding deaths as far back as two decades. So the theory has been prominently advanced by two retired New York City detectives, Kevin Gannon and Anthony Duarte. Mm-hmm. as well as gang expert Lee Gilbertson, a criminal justice professor at St. Cloud State University in Minnesota. Okay. So you have two retired New York City police detectives mm-hmm. who are, put, like, they're, they have kind of created this theory and are pushing this theory, and I think it's what everybody's talking about surrounding these Chicago deaths. Mm. Um, so the... Oh, I don't want to edit this. Um, the trio believes that a string of deaths of young men found in bodies of water across several Midwestern states from the late 1990s to the 2010s was the work of a serial killer or group of serial killers. So, uh, Gannon, who is one of the former detectives at New York City, Mm -hmm. um, he previously told Newsweek the smiley face aspect of the name of the theory Mm -hmm. comes from graffiti depicting a smiley face along with 13 other distinct symbols found near the locations where they believe the killers dumped the bodies. So it's almost like a calling card. Yeah. Um, 
the reason the smiley face killer or killers has persisted for so long is the enormous amount of young men and women, specifically men, who over the past 26 years have gone missing from bars, suspiciously separated from their friends, only to wind up deceased in a body of water, he told Newsweek. What makes this even more suspicious is the fact that most of these deaths occur during the fall and winter months when it is very rare and unlikely for them to be near the water. Mm -hmm. If these were truly alcohol-related deaths, then why aren't there more of them in the summertime when young people are near bodies of water and drinking? Which is a great point, because you're not pulling people in July, in August, in the past two years. It's been, like, February, March, April. Mm Mm-hmm. May, June, which in Chicago is probably still cold. So it's like... Oh, yeah, definitely. So you would you would think that if that's what it was, right? Alcohol-related deaths. You'd see it all year. And it would spike in yeah. the summertime when people are day drinking and going to bars and, like, closer to the water. Mm-hmm. So it's weird that, like, they're not pulling people from this river, like, pulling bodies from the river more in the summer. Mm-hmm. So, so that's part of what Gannon is saying here. Um, Gannon also highlighted some of the physical clues that would counter the official view of the deaths. This is a quote from him. The evidence suggesting there is a serial killer or killers beyond the circumstantial is the physical evidence of the victims and the amount of decomposition or lack of decomposition on the victim's bodies at the time of recovery compared to the amount of time the person was missing. Okay. Um... We have victims who are missing for six weeks who have been six who have six days of decomposition or missing three weeks with three days of decomposition. Yeah. That just doesn't add up. So I don't know if he, in this case, I don't know if he's necessarily talking specifically about what's happening in Chicago. Yeah. But this is like, like older cases, maybe. Yeah. This is like the concept of the theory itself. Yeah. Of that, you know, like these people, like if they're, if they've been missing for six weeks and you find them in a river, they would be like. It'd be horribly yeah and like know? the science that they use to say how decomposed a body is like it's pretty exact like obviously yeah you can only calculate and estimate so much but it's it's not gonna be a gap of like five weeks right yeah where you mess up that estimation you know right Um, So he also suggested that medical examiners may not want to admit they made mistakes during their investigations, which nobody's going to want to admit they made a mistake at their job, um, and would therefore be reluctant to change the manner of death from undetermined to homicide. Mm. And so he's saying that undetermined is like the Mm -hmm. catch-22. And this is, again, this is another quote. We don't have enough evidence to prove one or the other, so it's undetermined. It could be an accident or it could be a homicide, but we just don't know. In the NYPD, we call this uh, a cuppy case undetermined pending police investigation. Mm. Um, we say pending police investigation because we mean further investigation, because you can't close the case without taking a closer look at it, and that requires further investigation. Mm. Okay. So that's kind of the theory, right? It's Mm -hmm. that young men are out in some sort of nightlife scenario. They get separated from their friends Mm -hmm. and then they're found near bodies of water and they're seeing some form of graffiti in somewhat close proximity to where maybe they found the body Mm -hmm. and that would indicate where that person got dumped or something. So that's, that's kind of the concept. And, um, so 
multiple Facebook groups have popped up showing graffitied smiley faces in their city or in areas close to where bodies have been found. So that's adding to the theory. Mm-hmm. So speaking of those Facebook groups, mm-hmm. there is a Facebook group called Lady the Lady Bird Lake Serial Killer slash Rainy Street Killer, which has amassed over 88,000 members, including criminal experts, and the three that created the, I'm pointing about, like, mm-hmm. that I mentioned earlier, yeah. are, are members. Okay. So this particular Facebook group is focusing on the community of Austin, Texas. Okay. Where the same thing is happening. At the same time? Current. Yeah, it's current. I'm gonna and I'm gonna go not as not as big of a scale, mm-hmm. but I, I'll get I'll go into it. Okay. So again, people are concerned that the same thing is happening in Austin, Texas, where the bodies of four young men were found in Lady Bird Lake in a two month period. So in two months, they pulled four people. Mm. Um, it was Jason John who was 30, and he his body was found February 13th, 2023. So these are more recent. Okay. Um, you have Clifton Axel, who is who was 40, and he was found March 5th, 2023. You've got Jonathan Honey, who was 33, found April 1st, 2023. And then John Christopher Hayes Clark, who was 30, who was found April 15th, 2023. Okay. So, again, you're seeing these people being pulled from. And, and in this case, in Austin, it's one, one lake where mm-hmm. these people are all being pulled from. Um, so... Police have offered reassurances, repeatedly, repeatedly saying that they found no signs of trauma of the vic- on the victims uh, and ruling out the serial killer theory. However, the suggestion that each incident is a suicide or accidental drowning has not been received well by the community, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so this first one that I mentioned, who was the first body found in February, uh, Jason John's mother, Elsie, is among those who are skeptical of the official narrative. She told Newsweek that he didn't swim or go near water. Like, ever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And suggested that he may have been drugged on a night out in nearby Rainy Street, which is a bustling area known for its bars and restaurants. Okay. Um, So she and herself was like, he doesn't swim. Like, he doesn't really go near water because he doesn't swim. Right. Like, Like, so he's not going to randomly decide that one night after being at a bar. He's going to go, yeah. In February... I mean, I guess it's Texas, so it's a little different because, like, it's probably warm. Well, it's warmer than here, but it's still not, like, let's go swimming right? weather. Because yeah. remember, like, every different part of the country, they have different tolerances for temperature. Yeah. And, like, that's, that's not true. warm that's true. for them. Right. True. Yeah. So it's, like, even his mom's, like, he doesn't swim. Like, mm. So, okay. Um, the reason why most police cannot conclusively say there is no evidence of foul play is because most police know very little about drownings. That's a quote from, again, this guy Gannon, who is a former Mm -hmm. New York City Mm -hmm. detective, and again, who is in this Facebook group and for Austin area, Ladyburg Lake, and this rainy street that I just mentioned. Mm Um, I'm going to continue on with a quote from him. Um, Drowning is an exclusionary diagnosis. In fact, most medical examiners know very little about drowning deaths also and only look for really obvious signs of trauma or assault. 
Minus that, the Emmy will hear from the police that in most of these cases, the victims were out drinking, got separated from their friends, and went missing only to be found in a body of water. Hmm. After testing the blood for alcohol content and finding the level of intoxication is over 0.08 milliliters. Milliliters? ML. (laughs) And in most cases... (laughs) And in most cases, double that level. With very little injuries, the ME will conclude that these deaths were tragic accidents fueled by alcohol. So that's like... He's saying, like, that's the easy solution in these cases. Because, yeah, yeah, the people were out drinking with friends mm-hmm. so they're like must be an alcohol related accident right but it's like that doesn't really plausibly make sense to me not when there's this many people showing up dead in the yeah. same bodies of water this close in time in two like, months maybe Sp- like once every few years yeah maybe in one region but i'm like i don't know so we're in maine yeah there's lakes and everything in portland when you're out in the old port you're literally on the ocean yeah i don't think i've ever heard of some of a drunk person falling in and drowning no no like in the state of maine i've never heard of that no so i don't think so i have either yeah um there aren't even a lot of usual like recreational drownings no it's not very common i'm trying to think of like we have, like, a thousand lakes or something. Like yeah, ridiculous. and, like, tons of rivers and... Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, I can't even fathom. And especially, I mean, to be fair, like, in these areas, populations are bigger. Right. I know. But like, like, Maine isn't the but like, to same, pull, but... To pull 16 bodies from, like, the same connection of, like, riverways and lakes in a year and a half. Right. And all, like, kind of clustered in similar months. Yeah. Like, that feels, like, super suspicious. That doesn't sit very well. No. And so, just because police aren't confirming this doesn't necessarily mean that it's not true. Or that they're not working on it. Right. So, I'm going to, I've got this next bit here. Another name that I'm going to butcher, I believe, as my best pronunciation guess, is Hussein... Sinaglu, probably wrong, um, who is an associate professor of criminal justice um, at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. They said that it was understandable that the police did not suggest, and this is specifically about Austin, mm-hmm. that the police did not suggest the deaths were anything but accidents or suicides. Mm-hmm. And here's a quote from this person. There are various reasons why, and I think you'll know all of this already anyway, but there are various reasons why police agencies may hastily assert that there is no evidence of foul play. First and foremost, to not harm the investigations, law enforcement authorities are often reticent. Is that how you pronounce that word? Reticent? I don't know. They're often reluctant to publish material that could raise public concern and cause public alarm. Mm-hmm. This is especially true in situations involving allegations of serial murder, which can cause widespread dread and hysteria. So they don't want to panic the public, basically. Um, Second, the police may hesitate to reveal crucial information that would hurt an ongoing investigation. Because of that particular reason, they may choose to remain silent or share information with the public devoid of leading information. Mm -hmm. Basically, like, 
if they're if they do think it's a serial killer and they're on they're building a case against this person yeah. they're on to something they're not gonna tell people and post right. that in the news and in the media because yeah. it's gonna tip the serial killer off and it's mm-hmm. gonna be harder to catch them yeah you see that all the time in like true crime cases like going back gosh I mean like Zodiac killer like, I mean not mm-hmm. they really but like all those famous killers like Ted mm-hmm. Bundy like putting any sort of information like that out there is will damage the progress they've made. Right. Um, so third, a lack of sufficient evidence such as conclusive patterns indicating the occurrence of a serial killing, perpetrator motives or opportunities, physical evidence, signs of struggle, weapons, witnesses, or suspects may lead law enforcement agencies to conclude that no serial killing has been committed. So they're not seeing any of those things mm-hmm. in these things that are popping up. So they're like, mm-hmm. well, there's no signs of struggle. There's no weapons. There's no sus- There's no witnesses. Like, right. It's like a drowning could happen accidentally. Right. Like right. getting shot or like stabbed doesn't happen accidentally. Right. Right. Um, so the finding of several bodies in Lady Bird Lake. And this is the last bit though. The finding or... I don't know how to pronounce his name, so this could be a woman. I'm not sure. Mm. This person's last bit that they speak to says, The finding of several bodies in Ladybird Lake raises significant concerns and necessitates an extensive investigation. So, that's what I've written down. But, like, yeah, basically the gist is that <laughs> they've pulled a ridiculous amount yeah, of bodies out of water in Chicago out of water in Austin. Mm-hmm. Like. Apparently they've seen this happen yeah. over the past 30 years. Right. In different locations all in the same months. Right. It just feels suspicious. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's, maybe it's not necessarily a serial killer, but something's going on, I think. Yeah. I would imagine. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's like the type of situation where maybe like, Somebody's just, like, running around, like, pushing people in, and then they're, like, falling into these bodies of water and can't get out mm-hmm. and drown. Like, I don't know. But it's, I think, um, the Enos guy from Chicago, the one that they pulled out in June, he was found only, like, a block away from the music venue that he was at. Mm. So it's, like, it, that even in itself feels kind of odd. Yeah. Like, if you fall into the river and you're drunk, I guess you could drown immediately, but, like, don't you think he would have, like, drifted downstream more? Or, like, if he was trying to swim and get out, like, don't you think he would have made it a little further than a block if there was, like, a current or... Yeah. It's just odd. Yeah, it is. And also, like, how is no one noticing these people getting in the river? Right. If they're coming from areas of nightlife. Right. And especially in that case, coming from a concert venue had just ended. Think mm-hmm. of all the people that would be spilling out of there. Yeah, so that's what makes it feel yeah. like maybe he didn't go in the river right away. It's possible. So yeah, like, and he was missing for five days, and they found him a block away from where he was at the concert? Yeah, it just feels... How does it take you five days? Like, it feels like if you were drunk and you fell into the river... Yeah. You would probably yell or something or try to get attention, but for, like, no one to ever notice any of these people accidentally falling in. Right. Seems really 
yeah. bizarre. And I feel like... and t- But that's the other thing, too. Like, when you think about this particular guy in this case, like, missing for five days, and he was found mm-hmm. in the river mm-hmm. after they've already pulled 15 bodies out of the river at that point, mm-hmm. a block away from where he went missing. Mm-hmm. How would it possibly take them five days to find him so close? Like, the river should be the first place that they check. Right. And he's so close to where he went missing. Mm-hmm. Was he there the whole time? Or was he dumped there? Right. After the fact. Right. And, like, on the police part of it, I feel like another reason why they might, even if they already are building a case against it being a serial killer. Yeah. Like, one reason why they wouldn't announce it is because a lot of serial killers relish in the fact of the press coverage yeah. and attention they get from it. Yeah. So if they do suspect it as that, yeah. so the media doesn't just take it and run and make up all these names and prop them up and give them attention and give them that feedback that they usually want. Yeah. That might be another reason why they're right. Which not trying to do. Unfortunately, all of these internet sleuths talking about it on TikTok and Reddit and mm-hmm. all over the place... Are probably feeding that. Well, I mean, it's, it's it's bound to happen. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, I mean, it is extremely hard to try and say, yeah, we think we have a serial killer. Sure. Especially when right now, like, it doesn't sound like they have any evidence. Right. To speak to that besides the num- the sheer number of people who they're pulling out exactly, of. Exactly. And, like, the circumstances are similar. Right. Because if you, like, go down that route... There could be many different perpetrators that you're now not right. going to look for because you think you're only looking for one. Yeah. So. That's the interesting thing about, like, the whole, like, the smiley face, like, killer theory mm-hmm. is that one of the three people who have been pushing it is a gang expert. Mm-hmm. So imagine that if it's, like, if it's, like, a network of people killing together, mm-hmm. which would make sense why it would also be happening in Austin. Like, a similar thing. It's just, like, that. the thought of that. Like, a gang of people who just, like, hate everybody and are just, like, like killing people and dumping them in the river or, like, pushing them into the river. Like, that's terrifying. I bet you that whoever's doing it, if it is a serial killer, is in those Facebook groups. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I believe that. Which is, like, spooky. It is. But yeah, so, I mean, and this is, like, a lot of people are on board with the fact, like, um, obviously not the police, Mm -hmm. but, like... At least public, (laughs) Yeah, and, like, people are writing about it at this point. Obviously, like, Newsweek and New York Post and Mm -hmm. kind of shitty publications, but, like, people are talking about it. Mm -hmm. And it's, um, I feel like, as somebody who, like, consumes true crime content... Mm-hmm. so much of, like, what you listen to and, like, hear about is, like, you know, from the 70s, 80s, 90s. Yeah. Because that's when serial killers were so active and when we started to finally understand, like, what a serial killer was and, like, mm-hmm. how they operated and stuff. So to, like, have the possibility of, like, a big one happening mm-hmm. now, like, currently, it's, like, kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or the ones that we hear about took them forever to figure it out. Like a Golden State yeah. Killer? Yeah. The dude was like 70-something I when know. they found him. Yeah. Like, it's right. insane. Yeah. 
Hmm. So that is, um, you know, the deaths in Chicago and the potential tie-in to the smiley face killer theory. So. That was really interesting. I think I had seen, like, one TikTok where someone was like, there's an active serial killer in Chicago. Yeah. But I don't think I, like, watched the whole thing because I was like... They put, like, the really creepy, like, TikTok music over it that's, like, always trending. (laughs) And I was, like, I haven't really been on, like, a true crime binge in a while. And I was, like, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. (laughs) So I was, like, I'm good with the spooky music and all this. So I was, like... I think I was home alone, oh, like at night and you're too. Like, yeah, you don't need to tell me this right now. No, Thanks. I was like, I'm actually all set. Yeah. So, yes. well, now you got it from me. Sorry, there's no spooky TikTok music, but I don't need it. Yeah, that music is really scary. I believe it. Yeah, it just feels like. Ugh. Yeah. Well, at least in this instance. This feels less likely that it's going to happen to you or me. Like, I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, this won't happen to me, so, like, whatever. But some of the creepy ones of, like, people getting, like, I don't know, people breaking into houses and, like, raping. I'm like, I don't need to. Yeah, I know. I don't really need to hear (laughs) about a serial killer that's going after someone in my exact demographic for, again, (laughs) because I feel like there's been so many cases of that. Yeah. Yep. And I feel like that's part of the reason why I stopped doing true crime for a bit, because I was like, I don't need to see another man murder, like, 30 women. I know. I have to I do... don't need to see a man murder a bunch of men, either. Don't get me no. wrong. But I was just like, I had seen so much of the same story, basically, over and over, yeah. and I was like, I've had a little bit too much of this. Yeah. I, like, have to do true crime in, like, like clumps i feel like of yeah like, i can consume it and then i need a break mm-hmm. and then i can consume it once i've had a break and then i need another break because it's yeah. like if you like just watch it or read it or listen to it all the time mm-hmm. i mean i have been paranoid about it and it like i'm spooked and i'm anxious yeah, i get like freaked out when i'm home alone yeah and i'm like i don't need to be doing that no absolutely <laughs> not so well we can have a little break from yeah. true crime. Let's pick it up a bit. We'll pick it up a bit? Yeah. All right. Do your segment here. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So for this segment of the episode, it's called Blind BuzzFeed. I love this. <laughs> BuzzFeed quizzes are like my favorite thing. I obviously like went through a phase in college where I was doing them all the time with my roommates. It's so f- and it's then- so fun. They're so stupid. Yeah. And then that one time you and I like went out to like dinner or lunch or something mm-hmm. and just sat with each other doing BuzzFeed quizzes yeah. and sending them back like, and forth. Like the entire time. time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Alright, so the way this will work, I have them on my laptop. Emma can't see them. She doesn't know what they are. I've picked five different okay. ones to cool. go through. I tried to pick ones where the questions um, don't really seem related to the quiz Perfect. at all. Just like super basic questions. Basic random. There is maybe a couple where you'll be able to kind of guess like where we're going with okay. it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so quiz number one. Yeah. All right, choose a superpower you'd love to have. Invisibility, time travel, super strength, or telepathy? Invisibility. Okay. 
Pick a magical creature to be your loyal companion. Ooh. A dragon, okay. a unicorn, Ooh. a phoenix, or a mermaid slash merman. Um, I would like... I think I would like a dragon. That's what I would pick. That's yeah, I'm like, I want to be on some Game of Thrones shit. I know, I've been reading so many fantasy books that have, like, dragons in it, yeah. that I'm like, I would pick that, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, which setting appeals to you the most? A sprawling futuristic city? An enchanted forest? A cozy small town? Or a majestic medieval castle? What was the, like, coastal, small coastal town? Just cozy small cozy town. Cozy small town. That sounds good. Cozy small town? Yeah. With your dragon? Yeah. <laughs> just I just own in the that front town, yard. bitch. <laughs> That's my town now. <laughs> what type of adventure excites you? Solving mysteries and puzzles? Exploring unknown lands? Saving the world from evil? Or unraveling ancient prophecies? Exploring the adventure, the exploring unknown lands, lands. Okay. on my dragon. On your dragon in your small town. <laughs> to come home to my small town. Right. <laughs> While you can be invisible, right? Is yeah. That the <laughs> All right. Choose your preferred mode of transportation. Dragon. That's not one of the options. <laughs> it should be. <laughs> um, spaceship, magic carpet, hot air balloon, or pirate ship. <laughs> Um, <laughs> really giving you a, 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 anything at all. <laughs> I know, I'm like, at first I was like, this feels like it could go Harry Potter, and now I'm like, this feels like Disney. Um, uh, I would go Magic Carpet. Magic Carpet? Yeah. Alright, she's going for a Magic Carpet ride. I'm guessing the dragon's I flying behind you. I can show you the world. I don't think the dragon's on the carpet with you. No, It'd no, be no. a really big carpet. You gotta be careful he's not gonna, like, light a carpet on fire while I'm on it, because that wouldn't be good. No. <laughs> Which fictional food or drink... Would you most like to try butterbeer, Wonka's chocolate, Romulan ale, or Lemba spread? The last two, I don't know what they are. Romulan ale is Star Trek. Okay. I don't know what Lemba spread is. Okay. Well, I would go with the Willy Wonka chocolate because isn't that real? Don't they have Willy Wonka chocolate? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would go that route. Lemba's chocolate. Yeah. All right, so from those mix of questions, the um, fictional world that Emma should live in is the world of Harry Potter. (laughs) Shocker! Shocker! (laughs) I thought you would like the answer to that. Grab your wand and head to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Yes. Welcome to the world of Harry Potter. Yes. Please, thank you. (laughs) Yes! All right. (laughs) That feels like a success to me. (laughs) Quiz number two. Okay. Which meal would you like for breakfast? Oatmeal, bacon and eggs, a protein shake, crepes, or cereal? Crepes. Okay. I hate oatmeal. All right, so now we're going out to brunch. Okay. Do you want a blueberry muffin, fruit, just coffee, toast, or a full English breakfast? Just coffee. Just coffee. All right. We're at lunch now. 
Okay. Do you want an all-American burger, sushi, buffalo wings, plain buttered noodles, or a burrito? Plain buttered noodles. I saw that, and I was like, well, now I definitely have to ask Emma this quiz. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's after work. Yeah. You need a snack. Yeah. Are you going to grab popcorn? Mm. Candy? Mm. Saltine crackers. <laughs> That's for the butter pasta people, but not me. Or pregnant women. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Oh, or pre- like the saltines from Yes. Me. I thought that was like the next option for a snack. And I'm like, for my dragon? <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, okay, let's start that over. Okay. It's after working, you need a snack. Your options are popcorn, popcorn. candy, saltine crackers, yeah. leftovers from yesterday, or chips. Popcorn. Popcorn. Because I think I only ever have popcorn, like, in the late afternoon and then ruin my dinner. I do that, too. Yeah. Well, now it's dinner. Okay. Are you going to get salmon? No. Oysters and other fancy things? (laughs) No. (laughs) Mac and cheese? Mm. Steak? Mm. Or pizza? Steak. Steak. Okay. All right. Sir? What are you going to order for a drink? Oh. Water, whiskey, soda, milk, or wine? Wine. Yeah. All right. Last meal of the day. Dessert. Yeah. Vanilla cake. No. An apple, brownies, an ice cream sundae, or macarons? Ice cream sundae. An apple was an option for dessert? Boo. (laughs) gonna make sense in yeah. a second okay. so based on emma's full day of eating her soulmate from twilight <laughs> no who is it is edward <laughs> how uh well we don't blame you so that's the subtitle that's like the subtitle to your uh okay. is there a description of why it's BuzzFeed. You never get a description of why. <laughs> Sometimes you do. No, it just says, Edward, <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. <laughs> but he doesn't even eat food. <laughs> yep. I feel like Buzz that's feed. why they put the apple as an option for dessert, just because yeah, of maybe. the cover of Twilight. Maybe. Although he probably does eat steak, because that's just... But no, they drink blood. They don't even eat food. <laughs> Huh. Okay. Well, I like it. It was fun. But what? <laughs> BuzzFeed, what are you doing? All right. Okay. Quiz number three. Okay. Um, well, let me get rid of this ad. Okay. What is your toxic trait? You're getting personal. Okay. Liking the color gray. Wearing Crocs 24-7. <laughs> no. Always chewing gum. Getting back with your ex. Driving with all your windows down, bleaching or shaving your eyebrows, <laughs> burping loudly in public, or owning a chihuahua. Driving with the windows down. That's the only one that I actually do. Pick something cringe that you've done. Okay. Laughed at your own joke when it wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. Worn orange lipstick. Faked an injury for pity. <laughs> gotten a spray tan in the dead of winter. Said, LOL, out loud. <laughs> said, 
bombastic side eye 24 7 played tiktok videos at full volume in public or waved at someone who wasn't waving at you said lol out loud i do that a lot (laughs) (laughs) um which of these red flags applies to you okay still talking to your ex wait that this is something that i'm doing yeah it says it applies to you now okay talking to three or more people at the same time well, okay, well, you're in a very committed relationship, so let's yeah. say, like, in the past when you've been, like, single. Okay, okay, okay. Put yourself back multiple years. Okay, you start from well, the beginning with this one? Yeah. Okay. Still talking to your ex, talking to three or more people at the same time, not committing to any relationship, having a situationship, flirting with people you have no interest in, sending feet pics, yelling at your mother... Or talking over everyone. Probably the situationships one. Having a situationship. But, like, I don't know if it was necessarily my choice. So it wouldn't be my red flag. But, like, I... I don't know. Like, I wouldn't... But, yeah. It's okay. It's a BuzzFeed quiz. Yeah, put that one. That's the only one that really applies. need to be that specific. All right. Which of these situations are you most likely to be in? Being friends with your ex's mom... Keying your ex's car, trying to set up your ex with a friend, having a crush on your second cousin, (laughs) (laughs) having your ex's mom want you in her daughter's quinceanera, stealing your ex's dog, dating your sibling's best friend, or asking out your friend's ex. Um, what was the question even? Which of these situations would you most likely be in? The one about the ex's mom wanting to be be in the quinceanera. Just, and that's the, none of them else applied, but like, I had an ex-boyfriend whose mom was like, really involved Mm. with me, and so I feel like that was like the closest that I could possibly get. But she was crazy. But that's crazy, so. Yep. What was your childhood toxic trait? Picking your nose and eating it. Owning over 20 Barbie dolls. Performing cringy plays for your family. Throwing a tantrum at the store. Trying to bite the nurse when they gave you your shots. (laughs) Wearing shirts that said, best day ever. (laughs) Hiding, okay, I'm laughing at a different one, not even this one. Hiding your toys when other kids came over. I'm just going to read this one for me, though. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I think this is so funny. <laughs> Taking a fat crap in the school bathroom. <laughs> why is that so funny to me? We can't, <laughs> we can't keep straight faces about poop. <laughs> Taking a fat crap in the school bathroom. It's like, why did they write it like that? Fat crap. <laughs> so, anyway, which one of those was your childhood toxic trait? Probably the closest would be throwing a tantrum in the grocery store. Alright. What is your worst quality? <laughs> this quiz is brutal. Jealousy, <laughs> arrogance, ignorance, stubbornness, selfishness, 
indecisiveness. That one. Inability to stay calm. Inability to take a joke. You want indecisiveness? Yeah. (laughs) There's just a lot of options. Yeah. I would just say either that one or... What was the one after that? Inability to stay calm? Yeah. That would be the second one. Because anxiety. Anxiety. All right. Pick a weird combo you'd totally wear. Okay. Socks and sandals. You have done that before. Leggings and a skirt. No. Tank top over a long sleeve shirt. No. Flannel jacket and floral skirt. No. Red pants with a purple blouse. Ew. Striped pants and a polka dot shirt. Low-rise jeans and a baggy shirt, blouse, and pajama pants. Uh, socks and sandals. Okay. <laughs> oh, God, there's more. This, this is a long Part one. of the reason I picked this is just, just wait to see what we're, what you're taking okay. this quiz for. Okay. <laughs> Pick another one of your red flags. Asking the time every other minute. My, like, a red flag about me? Yes. Okay. Not responding to texts until days later. Having over a hundred unread emails. Taking <laughs> photos all the time. Doodling on every paper you get. Buying things you don't need. Saying you'll do it later for everything. Laying down for a quick nap and passing out for six hours. Is this quiz about ADHD? <laughs> no. I was like, I think all of those are applicable. <laughs> um, Which one is most applicable? <laughs> um... What was the one that was, like, two above the saying, I'll do it later? Doodling on every no, paper the one you No, bef- the one right above that. Taking photos all the time. And the one before that? <laughs> do you want... <laughs> Having over a hundred unread emails? Okay, um, I would go with that one because when my personal inbox gets really bad, it's over a thousand. Yeah, same. So I would go with that one. Okay. I don't, like, I get so many horrible, like, emails that I don't read. Okay. Pick a nasty food combo you'd try. I would try? Yeah. Okay, it's probably going to be none of them, but we can try. You're going to have to pick one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Ketchup and blueberry pie. Ew. Guacamole and a lollipop. Ew. Peanut butter and broccoli. Almond milk and cheddar cheese. Vinegar and orange juice. Absolutely fucking not that one. <laughs> Onions and vanilla ice cream. Ew. Arugula and caramel sauce. Powdered sugar and kale. Um, I would go peanut butter and broccoli. Okay. Finally, pick something you find unusually attractive. So this is something you find unusually attractive. But, like, like I find it attractive, but it's weird? Um, they're not. Is that the vibe? They're not really that. The options aren't that weird. But so it's something, like something you're you just, find attractive. You're really attractive. Yeah, okay, to. okay, yeah, yeah, okay. You don't really even, you can't even really explain why. Okay. Uh, being a great dancer. Being kind of awkward. Being super organized. Belly button piercings. Having a snort for a laugh. (laughs) Being a good cook. Redheads or wearing sunglasses. Uh, those aren't even, like, unusual things. I think it's just, like, it could be, like, someone you wouldn't normally find okay. attractive, but if they had this, you would think about it. Uh, probably having a snort for a laugh. I All think right. that would be. So, Emma, 
because she was brave enough to admit all of her red flags to us. The kind of chips that you are are Pringles. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what? You're a perfect balance of sweet and salty. You never stray away from a challenge. You're super organized and love structure. You are always welcoming. So you're Pringles. That's, all of this stuff is true that it said. But it means you're Pringles. But how do you put the connection? I mean, I like Pringles a lot. Like, they're usually, like, my go-to chip at, like, airports and stuff. Mm-hmm. But. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you're Pringles. That's why we had to ask Emma all of those really personal questions. Yeah. And had to ask her so many of them to figure out what kind of chips she was. One question for each chip in the <laughs> container. Right? <laughs> Have you taken any of these? Mm-mm. You gotta take them and come back with homework about which one, what you got. <laughs> All right. Okay. Quiz number four. Okay. Choose a red dessert. Raspberry cheesecake, mm-hmm. cherry pie, strawberry jello, raspberry sorbet, chocolate covered strawberries, red velvet cake, strawberry shortcake, or red velvet cookies. Raspberry cheesecake. Yeah. Alright, now pick an orange one. Orange gummies, candied oranges, orange pound cake, a mango popsicle, a blood orange tart, pumpkin pie, mango cheesecake, or dark chocolate covered oranges. An orange gummy. Okay. Now for a yellow one. Okay. Lemon bars. Banana cream pie, lemon sorbet, pineapple upside down cake, lemon cupcakes, New York style cheesecake, a banana sundae, or banana milkshake? Uh, lemon cupcake. Now for green. Pistachio ice cream, mint chocolate chip ice cream, pistachio macaroons, White chocolate matcha cookies, lime popsicles, key lime pie, pistachio cheesecake, or matcha soft serve. Probably, was there mint chocolate chip ice cream? Is that an option? Yep. Yeah. I would go that. This is going to be like, like, pick all these colors and, and we'll tell you which American girl doll you were. Something <laughs> fucking random like that. <laughs> Let's consume a scrumptious blue dessert now. Okay. Blueberry muffins, blue cotton candy. Blueberry pie, blueberry crumble, blue moon ice cream, blue velvet cake, blue trifle, cupcakes with blue frosting. Cupcakes with blue frosting. Now for purple. Uh, Ube ice cream, lavender latte, black currant cheesecake, lavender macadamia mooncakes, a maple blackberry mojito, Honey lavender cheesecake, blackberry pie, or berry smoothie? The mojito. Yeah, I was going to say that sounds good. Yeah, I don't know why maple's in there, but it's fine. <laughs> sounds good. Um, now for brown. Eclairs, a chocolate bar, peanut butter cookies, chocolate mud cake, chocolate lava cake, black forest cake, hazelnut cupcakes, or chocolate mousse? Chocolate lava cake. All right, last one. Yeah. White. 
Okay. White frosted cookie. Hmm. So it's like those little yeah. soft ones you get in the pack. Okay. That's the photo. Because okay. I can't show you it. Okay. I'll just give it away. Okay. <laughs> Vanilla soft serve. Vanilla crepe cake. Coconut cream pie. White chocolate truffles. Coconut ice cream. Pavlova. White chocolate souffle. I think coconut ice cream. Alrighty. So because Emma has now eaten a dessert in every color, I can tell you that the Taylor Swift album that matches your personality <laughs> is is Speak Now Taylor's version. <laughs> you might Why have you... felt defeated at certain points in your life, but you get pushing on and you made it through. You fought hard to find your voice and now that you've got it, you're unstoppable. That's the one that just came out, right? Yes. I feel like that was a nice little description, no? I guess so. I wanted reputation. What would I have to pick to get reputation? I have no idea. <laughs> and I'm not about to go through like a thousand combinations. <laughs> okay. But yeah, because you ate all those specific desserts, it means you're Speak Now Taylor's version. <sighs> That's a let. Not the quiz is a letdown. My result is a letdown. I don't unpopular opinion, but maybe I don't really like Speak Now that much. <laughs> That's okay. I'm not a Swifty, like so... Like folklore? What do I have to do to get folklore? I don't know. <sighs> Fine. Okay, next one. <laughs> this is the last one? This is the last uh, okay. blind quiz. Okay, I hope you're ending on a good one. I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know what the quiz is called? No, I do, but I don't know if it's going to be good or oh, not. Okay. I don't really know what it means, but... Alright, well, let's get okay. to it. Select one of the four tarot suits. So, pentacles slash coins, wands, swords, or cups. Okay, I don't know what any of this means, so I'm just picking based off the word. Pentacles? Pentacles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, wait, maybe let me switch it. It's like a star on a oh, coin. Yeah, we'll do that. That okay. sounds good. Tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> Choose your biggest fear. Failure, love, being alone, inferiority. Wait. One of the options was love? Yeah, if you're like afraid of love. Oh. Like opening sad. up and uh failure. <laughs> that's sad for those people. Pick a Greek god. Okay. <laughs> Zeus, Poseidon, Ares, Apollo. Poseidon. Yeah, I know. You're over that one. <laughs> Percy Jackson just made me, like, so obsessed with Poseidon. <sighs> okay. <laughs> How do you usually prefer to solve an argument? I physically fight to show dominance. <laughs> no. I convince the other person that they are wrong. I storm out of the room. I come up with a fair compromise. Convincing the other person that they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, select a popular city. Okay. London, New York City, Paris, or Beijing? Paris. When is it okay to lie? To get what I want? To protect someone? To avoid hurting someone's feelings? It is never okay to lie. To protect someone. Choose a musical instrument. Trumpet, <laughs> flute, guitar, or drums. 
trumpet. Yeah, I was like, you have to pick trumpet. <laughs> Emma played the trumpet for many years, and she was very good, good at it. it so, <laughs> all right, pick a male literary protagonist: Harry Potter, Sherlock Holmes, mm. Pony Boy Curtis, Percy Jackson, or Percy Jackson. <laughs> Percy Jackson. <laughs> Percy Jackson. <laughs> Select a predator. Shark, lion, bald eagle, or bear? Um, shark. I'm gonna get something about the ocean. <laughs> Last question. Oh, okay. Of blind BuzzFeed. Okay. Finally, choose one of these TV shows. Survivor. Okay. The Crown. Okay. Suits. Okay. Or The Bachelor. really like any of those choices but probably the crown because i've watched i mean i watched a lot of the bachelor but like yeah the crown okay so based on those things we figured out what emma's ideal masculine archetype is (laughs) so like what kind of character she would go for if she were in a fantasy novel perhaps okay and emma would go for the king Because you are wise and creative, and you have strong values that do not change for the sake of others. You believe that if something can't be done with integrity, it isn't worth doing at all. Therefore, you'd pick the king. (laughs) Wow, okay. (laughs) That's quite the statement. I feel like, wow, I liked that one. That was fun. I was expecting it to be like, she will go for the fisherman. Something like that, you know what I mean? So many ocean-related ones. So to recap this round of blind BuzzFeed, (laughs) because of Emma's full day of eating, she belongs in the world of Harry Potter. Hell yeah, I do. Because she also picked a lot of different food options, she would be with Edward from Twilight (laughs) in the world of Harry Potter. They would, because of uh, the red flags that she was willing to admit, they would be dining on <laughs> Pringles. Except he doesn't eat food. <laughs> and because of all the desserts Emma Chip picked, they would be listening to Speak Now, Taylor's version <laughs> on this little Pringle date. And somehow Edward would also be a king. He was, like, the king of Twilight, though. He's the king in the wizarding world that she eats Pringles with and listens to Speak Now Taylor's version. Sounds like a good life. <laughs> Doesn't sound that bad, right? <laughs> now I have to go write a fanfic about <laughs> Edward Cullen in the Harry Potter world and how I'm in love with him. I feel like we just played the, like, mashup game. Yeah. And that was, like, your that Mad Lib response. <laughs> That was fun. That we should do Mad Libs on the podcast sometime. Yeah, that was fun though. I liked that. We'll have to do that again, and I'll do one for you. Okay. Um, I have another Buzzfeed gem for us to okay. go through. Let's do it. So, f- folks listening, if you're not familiar with AITA submissions, which I wasn't before. Y- you texted me about this today, so. So, AITA stands for Am I the Asshole? 
And there is a subreddit called r slash am I the asshole. And it's a subreddit where people post real life conflicts mm-hmm. they have had mm-hmm. and ask Reddit users to tell them if they were in the wrong or not. Okay. This will be fun. So usually the responses are... Obviously. You're the asshole, they're the asshole, no assholes here, or you're both assholes. Okay. Those are usually the options. Okay. All right. Um, or everyone sucks, really, but it means everyone's okay. an asshole. So we have 11 posts. Okay. Are there correct answers to these, or is this just a... So in all of these posts, the majority of people said... The everyone is the asshole option. Okay. And so we're going to decide for ourselves. Let's do it. So the first one. Am I the asshole for giving my stay-at-home wife a written performance review with suggested areas needing improvement? Yes. Right off the bat. That's wild. But let's get into it. I, 33 male... Share one child, six female, with my wife, 36 female. She has another daughter, 13 female, who lives with us full time, and we also have custody of our niece, 15 female. The teens are each other's best friend, and they share a large bedroom, which which was done at their request. The home dynamic here is pretty much mom and the youngest against the teens, with me being the referee between everyone. My wife has taught the youngest she can blame others for her actions to avoid consequences. She just says the word and one of the teens will get punished without question. There's no doubt the youngest is my wife's favorite. I love her, but she's becoming nothing more than an entitled brat. As the just child a, or the wife? The child. Okay. But it sounds like he's saying the wife is yeah. corrupting her. Yeah. As just a mere example, my wife and I had an appointment we both needed to attend. When we came back, it was apparent the pool had been used. They're not allowed to swim while they're home alone. As the youngest divulged, Mommy, I was in my room coloring. I never went swimming. The teen said that was not true and said she had gone swimming as well. So they're saying all three of us did. But the youngest one's saying, No, I was coloring. The older two did. Okay. Only the teens were punished. My wife refused to give the youngest any type of consequence. I later found her wet swimming suit hidden in the garage. My wife and I argued. I felt strongly she needed to be punished for not only swimming, but also for lying. After a relentless disagreement, I was silenced as she gave the youngest a very minimal consequence. The lying, blaming, and favoritism ultimately caused the teens to act out, understandably. Mm. Most of their consequences are to be given more chores, specifically the chores the six-year-old has. So if the teenagers act out, they do the six-year-old chores. And so the six-year-old then... doesn't do chores at all. Yeah. <clears throat> or recently, they were removed from music lessons. So it seems like they want to go to the lessons, but they don't let them go if they're bad. Okay. I believe they're so frustrated they don't even care when they verbally attack their mother after her unfair treatment towards them. After all, they already get blamed and punished for things they don't even do. Yeah. From my perspective, lashing out gives them a release. We've had countless tiring arguments. She either doesn't see her faults or we agree to do this and that, but it's never actually done. Mm. I decided to write her a performance review as a stay-at-home mom. Her areas in need of improvement, well, it was a lot, but I touched on how she needs to be 
a better listener, stop being biased, be fair in all her decisions, and stop making rash decisions without taking all three kids into consideration. I recommended that she give each child the same amount of one-on-one alone time to speak or just be with one another so it wouldn't be an entire slap in the face. I gave her accolades on her strong points for other areas aside from parenting. I guess I felt this would work best because I could organize my thoughts on paper without her interjecting. However, it was quickly backfired in my face. She was quiet for the first hour after I handed it to her. Then she completely exploded on me, said if we're going to do this type of stuff, she'll get a private bank account and take half my paycheck every week. She further said the review was abusive and a manipulative, sexist move. Am I the asshole? So we have to pick. Okay. If the dad or the mom is a bigger asshole. Because everyone said they sucked, but they're saying, all right, we're going to make you guys pick. BuzzFeed is making you pick one? Yeah. And then we can see how everyone else viewed it. I would say the mom. I would have to say the mom, too. Um... What the dad did was not a really good way to handle the situation at all. Yeah. He didn't communicate it very well. No. But, like, at least he's, like, trying to communicate to her in some way. Right. That, like, he's not very happy with, like, how some things have been handled. And, like, Mm -hmm. can we work on this? Can we work on that? Like, you're doing this really well, but, like, I feel like how you're handling the situation is impacting the... Like kids. kids that we're raising, so yeah. like we need to do better. So mm-hmm. I would say the mom. I would also say the mom. Let's see. 79% of okay. people said the mom okay. is the bigger asshole. Good, yep. <laughs> I think that's the right move. Alright. Am I the asshole for telling my roommate my stripper pole is staying in the living room? <laughs> <laughs> A few months ago, I, female 20, decided I wanted to take up pole dancing. I told my roommates, Amanda, female 20, and Holly, female 26, that I was thinking of getting one and installing it in the living room. They said, go ahead. Side note, we had no furniture at the time, so this pole was installed in an empty living room. A little while later, since nobody else was getting furniture, I got a couch off Facebook Marketplace. Holly also got a TV for the living room. Right after we got the TV, Holly demanded that we move the pole out of the backside of the living room so that the TV and couch would fit in the corner where the pole already is. I was confused by her request because the couch was already placed close to the center of the living room and there was an outlet available for the TV to go in front of the couch. I asked Holly why she wanted to move it into the corner and she said because she wanted a cozy little nook. I told her that the pole is quite difficult to move and install, and the pole being in its existing spot gives me enough room. The new spot she suggested would have me slightly in the way of the hallway. Because of those reasons, I told Holly kindly that I wouldn't be moving the pole and the couch can stay where it is on the other side of the living room. Partly because I own the couch, and since she simply asked me, I'm allowed to say no. She didn't respond well to this. She contacted our rental company and told them that we had an unauthorized stripper pole in our unit that no one agreed to. An administrator came to our unit and told me that the pole needed to be removed. I was obviously pissed that she snitched on me, 
So I told Holly if she still wants her cozy little nook, she can get her own couch. I'm restricting her from using mine. Am I the asshole? This one is not as, like, black and white as the last one. Yeah. I feel like they're definitely both assholes. Right. This is a hard one. What do you think? To me, I would say the one who called the rental company is the bigger asshole just because... She asked everyone if she could have the pole, and they yeah, all agreed. They said, so, yeah. if you're already agreeing to have a stripper pole in your living room, yeah, like why do you really care? Like, if you cared where it was, yeah, you probably could have like said that before it got installed because those fair. do need to be installed. Yeah, like, like you can't s- just pop it up like right. a shower rod. Yeah, and then. It sounds like they had enough room for a couch and a TV in the living room that had already been set up. And she just wanted it in the corner instead. I think you're right. I think I would say Holly is the asshole. Because also, like, you don't need to. Getting the rental company involved is a lot. Yeah. Like, if you have a problem with somebody, handle it with them privately. Don't tattle to the rental company. 77% 77% of people said the roommate who called the rental company was the okay. bigger asshole. Good. Good. All right. Am I the asshole for not picking my girlfriend's daughter up from an event? I'm 37, and I've been in a relationship with a mid-40s woman for about a year. She has a 17-year-old daughter, all called Jess. Over the weekend, Jess had a school event and had asked me for a ride in advance. I didn't mind in the slightest. I drove her over to the school, and we had a nice chat in the car. When she got out, though, a bunch of her friends were there, and she waved to me and shouted, Later, creepy stepdad, with a huge smile. I think it was a joke to her friends? They laughed, and I stared awkwardly for a few seconds. Then Jess said, Go! Go! Literally shooing me away. I drove home thinking, whatever, but over time, it really started to grate on me. I know that she wanted to just show off for them, but I didn't want to be stuck in the car with a girl who considered me creepy in any way. I shot her a text around that time that she would have to find another way to get home. She didn't see my text for some time, but a few hours later she called me asking for a ride. I told her that I couldn't do that as I'd had a couple of drinks, which was true. Hmm. Then she half hung up on me and apparently called her mother. Amy was busy working on something at the time and told me that I needed to get over there and pick her up. I responded that she could walk, get a ride from her friends, or take public transportation. Mm. It was 8 p.m. in one of the safest cities in our um, country, and I said that she was going to be fine. Amy then walked away, grabbed my keys, and drove off in my car, despite having a suspended license. (laughs) About 15 minutes later, Amy came home and shrieked at me about my treatment of Jess while Jess evacuated to her room. I told her that she really shouldn't be driving without a she really shouldn't be driving with a suspended license, and Amy said she wouldn't have had to if I were more responsible. When I reminded her why her license was suspended, she got furious. It's a pretty touchy subject, and told me she'd leave if she had anywhere else to go. I brushed her off with a lame, that sounds like a you problem, and we haven't talked since. Was I being an asshole here? 
So the option is the girlfriend or this guy. The girlfriend. I think so, too. 100%. I feel like... So the, the daughter was, what, like, 17? Yeah. If she's being, like, creepy stepdad... That could be really damaging. That's really harmful. And yeah. it sounds like he isn't. Yeah. And he was, like, really hurt by it. And he was like, well, I don't want to be in the car alone if she thinks I'm creepy. Right. And he doesn't want, like, people to see her in the car with him if she's going around telling people that he's creepy. Right. He's like, I don't really want to be around. And so he texts me, like, get a ride home with one of your friends or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, in a way, too, like, the way that he handled it is kind of like a form of discipline for the kid, too, because she was an ass to him. Yeah, that would, like, like you're, you're old enough. Treat you're 17, like that, you're, an, you're almost an adult. If like, you're going to treat somebody like that, like, that you should not have this expectation that this person is going to, like, be there for you. Right. Like, if you want somebody to be there for you, you have to be kind to them. Yeah. And then he had a couple <laughs> drinks because he was like, well, I'm not yeah. picking her up anymore. And then... Was like, it's not responsible for me to go pick her up now. Right. But then at the end of the day, too, it's like, she's still living under your roof. You're still like a parental figure. That's true. So even though she said something so. really shitty, should you have yeah, like true. left her stranded like that? Even after she called to be like, I need a ride still. I get It's tough, like, because if they're in like a very like, easily accessible city, then, like, and there are other modes of transportation. Public transpo. Yeah. I still think the girlfriend is an asshole. Girlfriend is the bigger asshole. Ooh, this one's close. 51% said it was the guy. 49% said it was the girlfriend. I could kind of see it going either way, because it's, like, that was really rough situation to be put in for him. Yeah. And he was probably just upset. Sure. And then but it's like you're still like the if you're if you're the only one with the license out of the two of you. That's true. It's kind of your the, obligation. That's so. the rough part. If you know that she can't go pick up her daughter. Yeah. Like that's you true. were the only one that could do that and then you decided to have a few drinks. Yeah, that's which true. prevented you from doing that. It's not that's really true. great because I'm like, okay, if you're a parent and your kid is rude to you, you can't just decide to stop being a parent. But he is a boyfriend. Yeah, but I mean, she's that's they've only been together for a year. Yeah, but it seems like they're living together though. Yeah. So I don't know. I Either don't know. way, that's a tough like, one. They're bo- everybody's assholes. Yeah. Well, that's why they're on the list. Mm-hmm. All right. Am I the asshole for not letting my sister's boyfriend use hot sauce? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Every Sunday, my family rotates who makes dinner. One day, it's my wife and I. The next time is my sister and her boyfriend. The next, my mom and dad. And then my grandmother. With our busy lives, this day is important to us because besides holidays, we wouldn't be able to meet up and chat or eat about it. We come from an Italian family, but we're in Canada. Uh, my mom was born in Italy, but I was born in Canada. Mm. I take my food very seriously, especially Italian food, and especially because my nana is eating with us. So she's also from Italy. Okay. I spent all day preparing dinner, 
And when we sat down to eat, my sister's boyfriend was hemming and hawing, saying my meal was missing something. He said he needed hot sauce and started walking to my fridge. All I have is Frank's and Sriracha. I like hot sauce too, but I don't dare mix cuisines like that. So I stopped him, saying I'd appreciate if he enjoyed my meal as is. He said it's no big deal, and in a way, it isn't, but also in many ways it is. I told him, at the very least, I have some um, Calabrian chili oil he can use or dried chili flakes. Then it would still be Italian. He insisted on sriracha, and I declined him. He escalated it and said he was going to go to the store and buy his own bottle in return, if that's the case, and I said, by all means. He left, we finished up dinner, and we called it an early night. Everyone was putting their coat and shoes on as he returned with the sriracha, and he was pissed. Am I the asshole? My sister is on my side if it matters. But this has been a fight all day yesterday between them because he wants my sister on his side, not mine. They've been dating for only three months. So the guy who wanted hot sauce for his Italian meal or the cook who refused to let him have the sriracha but wanted to give him, like, an Italian spice for it. The cook. I would say the cook, too. Like, just let the just let the guy have the what sriracha. Well, yeah. Like, what the hell? Why are you so upset? Stop gatekeeping your sriracha. Like, I know. I feel like I would also be like, um... Like, if I, like, cooked for everyone and then he yeah. was like, this needs hot sauce, it's missing something, I'd be like, oh. If you came sad. Over, if you came over to my apartment mm-hmm. and I made you a full breakfast mm-hmm. with eggs and bacon and pancakes and all sorts of shit and I put it down for you mm-hmm. and you were like I really want ketchup for my eggs I'd be like okay have at it put whatever you want on there to make it yeah, good because I'm like I always do that you don't know yeah. what this guy does maybe he always likes so- like hot sauce yeah. and I'm like I feel like he was even more mad that he wanted sriracha because it didn't go with an Italian meal yeah. Instead of having, like, chili oil or, like, red pepper flakes with right. it. Which I'm like, those, de- I wouldn't, if I wanted hot sauce, those, I would just be like, give me the hot sauce. Right. Yeah. So, okay. But it is a little bit ridiculous that the guy, like, left. Yeah. And then bought the sriracha. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit extreme, but also, like, if I was him... I would be probably pissed, too, that this person is, like, not letting me have... Yeah. Like... Be like, what the fuck? Like, and especially if you've only been dating the other person three months, it's probably, yeah. like, this fucking crazy fucking family not letting me put and what I want on my food. Like, fuck that. I need some air. Takes the yeah. side. Yeah. With some, yeah, I would say that the asshole is definitely the cook. That's my opinion. So... 68% of people said the cook Good. who refused the guy to have the hot sauce is the bigger asshole. Good. <laughs> we don't have to stop it. This is quick. Unless you want to. No, it's okay. okay. Just, we just need to pull the curtains. I can do it if you want. Just because I feel like it's going to as we keep going here, it's going to get mm. darker. Alright. Next one. Alright. Am I the asshole for telling someone I'm not friendly when their dog came up to me? <laughs> the person's... 
because usually it's people saying, oh, the dog's not... Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I'm not friendly when their dog goes to them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I went to a brewery restaurant with my wife. Our name was called, and to get to our table indoors, we had to cut through the patio. We got stopped for a few moments behind a table leaving and saying goodbye. In those moments, a lab-type dog got up and started sniffing my ankles. I looked at the owner and said, what the hell, and pointed at the dog... And they just said the classic line, oh, don't worry, he's friendly. I admit I was a touch rude. I just said, I'm not friendly. (laughs) And they pulled the dog back under the table. They started saying, if you aren't friendly, you shouldn't be coming to a dog-friendly restaurant. I told them just because the place is dog-friendly doesn't mean it's okay for their dog to come up to me. I don't want it in my space. They seemed baffled that someone didn't like their dog. (laughs) He called me an asshole and told me to find somewhere else to walk. I said, fuck off, as we headed to our table. My wife has been like, you're right, but you could have been friendlier. Was I the asshole? <laughs> I like this one. Um, like, what? This is so bizarre. Um, I, I don't think that the person, like, I think that the person with the dog was the asshole. I think, like, this person is definitely not friendly, but, like, he's just setting his boundaries, and, like, a brewery is made for people, not dogs, and so if this dog is going up to a person and sniffing them, and this person's like, please, I don't like this, then, like, you have to respect that. Maybe he didn't do it in the nicest way. Well, I feel like that's (laughs) the thing. Yeah. His first thing that he says to them when the dog sniffs at his ankles, he says, what the hell? And points at the dog. <laughs> so I think if he had said, oh, I'm sorry, I don't really like dogs. Yeah. They probably wouldn't have been like, oh, sorry. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not like the dog was jumping on him. <laughs> he was just sniffing at him as he walked by it. Okay. And he goes, what the hell? <laughs> and then they're like, oh, don't worry, he's friendly. And then he goes, I'm not friendly. <laughs> and they pull the dog back, but then they're okay, pissed okay. off. I guess technically <laughs> the guy would be the asshole, but, like, he's funny. Th- like, it's funny, though. I think it's a very funny interaction, but then at the end he goes, fuck off. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Why is he so, like, mad about a dog so, yeah, that he like, walked by? I feel like he's just an angry person. <laughs> So I guess he's the asshole, but, like, I don't blame him for being an asshole. Like, I, I don't know. Like, I think they're both, like, in the wrong. But, like, as far as, like, being an asshole versus being wrong, that guy's the asshole. Okay. So, I, but, but 60% I think of people said the guy with the dog was the asshole. Okay. I think it's just because he's the one who, like, started the argument. If he had been less, like, he was aggressive. Rude. He was rude about it. If he had just been, like, I... Can you get your dog, please? Yeah. Like, I don't really do... I'm not... And then if they still did the same, like, disregard for his thing, then I'd be like, okay, well, they're assholes. Yeah. Because not everyone likes dogs. Not everyone yeah. wants to say hi to your dog. Yeah. That's fine. But the fact that he just goes, what the hell? And points at it. And they're like, uh, don't worry. He's, he's friendly. And he's like, I'm not friendly. And then they're like, well, then why are you at this restaurant where dogs are allowed? You shouldn't, you shouldn't do that then. Yeah. And he goes, 
just because it's dog friendly doesn't mean I want the dog coming up to me. Yeah. And then they're like, you're being an asshole. <laughs> and he's like, fuck off. <laughs> That's just a really, like, that didn't need to escalate. No. No. Um, <laughs> I just remember, too, I haven't, I didn't turn my alarm off. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you should have fucking turned it off. I don't even know if it'll go off, but I'm gonna turn it off anyway. That one's funny though. Like <laughs> I know that maybe he is the asshole, but like that's like um that's something that would happen like in a movie. Like that's that... something that would happen on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes. Like exactly. Hundred <laughs> percent. All right, am I the asshole for letting my son operate the self-checkout? I took my son with me to the grocery store today. He is seven. I'm a big believer in learning by doing. I like to give my son uh, as interactive of a role in things as possible. And if he wants to do something himself, I always at least let him try unless it's unsafe. When we got to the self-checkout, he confidently told me he could do it by himself, so I let him. There are about 10 self-checkouts and one line for all the machines so people don't line up behind individual machines. He was a lot slower than I would have been, but I managed to do it all with my supervision, even the produce. As we started to wheel away, a woman walked up and slammed her grocery basket on the counter. She said, thanks for that. (laughs) Thanks for doing that as slow as possible, asshole. I thought that was incredibly rude and uncalled for. Some people are slower than others. It is what it is. There were several other machines being used and freed up, so we can't have made that big of an impact on her wait time. Mm. So do you think the person who let their kid slowly do the self-checkout is the asshole? No. Or the person who called the parent an asshole is the bigger asshole? The parent, the person who called the parent the asshole. Yeah. I'm How just is like, that even a question? That's going to be like 99%. I'm just like, yes, that would be really annoying if it's a long line and they're having this kid... But Very like, slowly do it, and you're like, can we just go? Ten machines, though? Like... I feel like if it's... I don't know. Maybe this is a really big store, and it's yeah. a long line. I would I would be annoyed, but I wouldn't go up and call them an asshole. Right. Also, like, I would just be like... It's a kid, like... It's a kid, but I don't like kids. Yeah, that's I don't know if the kid needs to be doing this when it's a long line. Yeah, However, I wouldn't... I wouldn't call them an asshole. No. I would just be kind of like, okay, thanks. Funny, but I would right. say I, it would be in my head. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, and I would like complain it. about it to you later, maybe. Yeah, and be like, oh my god, this woman let her kid like take thousand years to do like ten items at the checkout. But also, that's one like register out of ten. Yeah. So it's like ultimately, like yeah, it wouldn't have had that much of an impact on her because no. there must have been nine other people who were being slow. Right. So or I it was just long. Yeah, I definitely think that the woman is the asshole. Yeah, 90% of people. Yeah. <laughs> said yeah, that. no brainer. Am I the asshole for excluding my new neighbor from stuff and hurting her feelings? Hmm. Last month, my old neighbors moved out and some new ones moved in. A couple in their late 20s with four small children. Holy shit. The wife is a stay-at-home mom and the husband is a trucker. I went to introduce myself and bring them a pie right after they moved in. I really didn't like their vibe, but I'm a friendly person, so I tried inviting the wife to things. Our neighborhood is small, a collection of ten houses. Everybody knows everyone and is generally pretty friendly. No one else has young kids, though. It's mostly couples with no kids or older couples whose kids have moved out. 
I hang out with two of my female neighbors who are a similar age to my own, mid-20s. Mm-hmm. We go on walks, have lunch at each other's houses and whatnot. I only work three days a week, so I have a lot of free time. I invited the new neighbor to two different things, lunch at my house and also a walk me and the others were going on. Both times, she just assumed she could bring her kids and showed up to my house with them. Uh, now, remember, she has four small children. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, I turned her away from lunch at my house because I don't want four rowdy kids under the age of six in my non-childproof house. She was upset because she has no one who can ever watch them and she can't come without them. She did bring them on a walk with us, but we couldn't go in the forest because of her stroller, so it kind of ruined things for us. There are no trees or shade in the neighborhood, and the summer heat makes it awful. The forest is much better. Since then, I've been avoiding her like the plague. I just don't want to be her friend. She's invited me over, asked me to come over and bring her kids. She even asked me to watch her kids the other day so that she could have a break. I barely know the woman, and I feel like her behavior is pretty inappropriate, and she's maybe just not picking up on social cues. Today, me and my other neighbors went for a walk in the forest, and she saw us go. She texted me to ask why she wasn't invited, and I said it's because we don't want our plans to be altered by her children, and she's expressed that she can't do anything without her children. She went on a rant about how it takes a village, and we don't understand what it's like, and she called us all assholes. I agree with her that I don't understand what it's like, because I would personally never choose to have four kids with an absent husband. I just feel like she's being unreasonable to expect us to have a bad time just so she can have a good time. Her kids were super annoying and hard to deal with. My husband thinks she's an asshole, but my mom thinks I should be more sympathetic. Am I the asshole for excluding my neighbor from activities? Oh, I don't want to do this one. This one's rough. Okay, so... Okay. I went back and forth a couple times. At first, I was like... That's a lot to bring your four kids over to someone's house and not tell them you're bringing your four kids. But the husband's a trucker, so he's gone. She has nobody. She doesn't have anyone to watch them, so she's not going to leave four children under six home alone. Right. But I feel like she could have just said, hey, like... Could I... Can can I bring my kids? Is it okay if my kids come? Like, I don't have anyone to watch them. I don't think that that really, like, makes her an asshole, though. Or... But I think turning there's somebody... more. I think okay. turning her away from the I think house. That's an asshole. Because you don't want four rowdy kids in your non-childproof but house. I, I also is under- a lot. I also understand like not wanting four young children in your house. Like you have like yes. lots of fragile things around. Like I get that. But like turning someone away. Yeah, I would just deal with it. I, I would, would be simply like, just deal with it and maybe not invite her for lunch. Or, again. Right, or maybe it's like, why don't we go hang outside? Right. And they all go outside. Yeah. Like, I feel like there are ways around it, but, like, to fully turn somebody away at the door is, like, an asshole move. Yes. And then, so the next thing was, they went on the walk, she brought the yeah. kids in the stroller so they couldn't go in the forest. Okay, get over it. Suck it up. That's not that big of a, have you ever heard of, I don't know, meeting in the middle? Like, Right, she, I know they said, like, it gets hot because there's no shade or whatever if they go walk anywhere else, but, like. It's not like you're fucking hiking, like, walking in the Sahara. Right. Like, so, and then after that, they when the neighbor has invited her over, 
She's asked her to watch her kids for her, which is kind of weird if you've only hung out, like, twice and it doesn't... She's also hung out once. She's probably desperate. I know, but you've only hung out once because the first time this person turned you away from their house because you had your kids. Yeah. And you want this person to watch your kids? That's... Yeah. That seems like a dumb move. It doesn't seem like an asshole move, though. It seems like... Like, a, what the fuck are you doing? Like, use your brain. Obviously, this person isn't going to watch, watch your kids. Like, right. somebody else hire a babysitter. But then it's like, okay, now I'm in the position where I have to say no. That's true. Um, And then she got mad at her for saying no, right? Or she got mad for not getting invited to the walk. So then she saw them on a walk, and she texted asking why she wasn't invited on the walk, which is... A no-brainer. A lot, if you're... If you only got invited once, like... Also, if you've gotten turned away at the door for bringing your kids, like, there's probably... Yeah. And you can't bring your stroller into the woods, like, use your brain. Like, why are you texting and asking? Like, why are you picking a fight about it? Yeah. Is my question. And then, the rant that she goes on about, you don't understand what it's like, it takes a village, and she calls them all assholes. Yes, it takes a village, but, like, you don't need to... It's not their, they're not not part of, they're not part of the village. You just moved in next to them. Right. And I feel like the author of the post makes a good point. I personally have never chose to have four kids. Yeah, and you wouldn't. When my partner travels for work every week. Right, so don't make your kids my responsibility. Exactly. Yeah. I resonate with that because there's people (laughs) that we're related to that have a lot of kids and seem to try and put that responsibility on other people yeah. pulling the, Oh, it's so hard having this many kids and you don't have any, so you should be able to help me. And I'm like, I don't point. have kids for a reason. And especially not for right, like you've made the choice to not have kids. I don't want your kids. Right. right. They're great at your house. Yeah. Okay. I think you're right. I think it's the mom. I, I would go with the mom. I don't think that this person's very nice. The no, the, it's another situation of like them not handling it. The they kind of started responding to it badly in the beginning. Yeah, but then it's like the mom seems to be putting them in really weird positions. Yeah, often. where they have to be rude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it's the mom. Um, fifty-eight percent of people said the new neighbor is the bigger asshole. Okay. Okay. Probably a bunch of, like, mommy bloggers are the right 40 it's probably 2% people with four kids. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That was a hard one. That was probably the hardest one that we've had, I think. Yeah. Am I the asshole for pretending I can't cook and not allowing my daughter to attend Easter? <laughs> what? I, 30 female, am married to my husband, 32 male. My husband usually does all the cooking, and it works for us. Sometimes I cook as well, but it's very few and far between. My husband's family likes to have potlucks where the women all bring different dishes. I'm a good cook, but I don't enjoy it, so we've always just said, I can't cook. We've been married three years, and this hasn't been an issue. My husband and I have a daughter who's five. She mentioned to my sister-in-law how mommy makes the best seafood casserole while trying my sister-in-law's. My sister-in-law mentioned something about the comment to my husband, and he explained how I just don't enjoy cooking, so I don't do it often and don't want to cook for family parties. My sister-in-law told my mother-in-law, 
And all the women in my husband's family have been texting me that I'm selfish for letting them do all the work at the family parties. <laughs> um, so I said I don't enjoy cooking and we will not be cooking for a family party. We all went back and forth a few times, so I said the next family party, Easter, this weekend, my daughter and I will not be attending if they're upset. Yeah. My mother-in-law said I'm an asshole for not allowing my daughter to attend. She said it's manipulative that I should just make the dish and suck it up like everyone else. My husband said he's staying out of it right now, but he understands my position. He said maybe just make a dish one time to have peace on Easter, and I refused. So am I the asshole for pretending I couldn't cook all these years? And for not allowing my daughter to attend Easter. No. Yeah, I... That's crazy. I feel like the... I mean, because the options are the in-laws or the woman. I would definitely pick the in-laws. Because in-laws. it seems really toxic. But it honestly, does... I would almost say that the husband is an asshole here, too. Mm. Because, first of all, he let the cat out of the bag. Yeah. Well, technically it was the daughter. I know, but if the daughter said that... But he was the one that was like, she just doesn't like it. Yeah, she just doesn't like it. He could have been like, oh, yeah, like, she... She's not good at it. She had to make something. Our daughter really liked it, but she's she's not usually a good cook. Like, he could have covered for it. Right, and like, well, it's she's a kid. Like, she doesn't have the best taste. Right. And so... Yeah. I do... I would say that, like... But then he doesn't stand up for her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He said he's staying out of it. You should This is your family. family. Yeah, I would say, like, I think it's completely the in-laws that are the assholes. Mm-hmm. But I would say that, like, keeping the daughter from going to Easter does feel a little bit petty. Yeah, like, so is the husband still going then? I would think. Yeah, like, like I do da- like, like... let the kid go. It's not, a, it's not the kid's problem. Right. It's, like, clearly an issue with the mom and the in-laws. So, like, if the mom's making the decision not to go, like, that's mm-hmm. your decision. But, like, don't gatekeep your kid. Yeah, I, I don't get why she did that. But at the end of the day, why couldn't the husband just make something to bring? Valid. If he always does all yeah. the cooking. Also, Because like, I understand them being annoyed, being like, if they're all cooking and bringing things, and then this couple never brings anything and just, like, true. eats everything. That's true. But I don't know if that's the case. Why she can't she say that? She could just, like, always, like, buy something and bring she it. She could bring the drinks. Right. But I feel like it is really annoying that they're like, all the women in the family cook. Why aren't you yeah. doing it now? You're our... Shut the fuck up about that. Right. Like, if I hated cooking, too, I wouldn't want to do that. But I would I yeah. would offer to bring something. Right. But I wouldn't. But also, like, the... Do the men not have to do anything? Yeah, it sounds... Sounds like the men are the assholes in this situation. Right. But, and then, like, the women in-laws are just being rude about it. So, the in-laws who called her selfish for not cooking are the bigger assholes. Yeah. 48% of people said that. So, 52% (gasps) of people said the woman who wouldn't cook for the potluck is the bigger asshole. (gasps) I don't agree. (laughs) I don't either. But also, maybe it's because we've both had scenarios of, like... With in-laws that are like that, and you're just like, um... Like, literally, let me be, please. Yeah, just, (laughs) like, I don't need to, like, be doing all your weird, Conform to your weird family Yeah. Yeah. You were, like, sexist tradition and gender roles of your family. Right. 
I just I would like to clarify because I do know that Ethan is going to listen to this episode that I'm not talking We're about not talking Ethan's about in-laws. His family. No, I know the I ones like you're talking Ethan's about. Yeah. It's not Ethan's family. <laughs> no. Am I the asshole for how I handled my boyfriend eating fries we were supposed to share? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Last night, my boyfriend and I were really tired after long days. He wanted to get cheeseburgers, so we did, and I said I wasn't very hungry, but I wanted some fries. And he asked if we could get a large to share. Oh, so she asked if they could get a large to share. Okay. He said that would be fine. I ended up recognizing that I was hungrier than I thought and got a cheeseburger for myself. I asked him if he still wanted to do the large fry to share, and he said yes. On the way home, he was going to town on them. About two miles away from the restaurant, so they traveled two miles, and they're less than a mile away from the house, I reached into the bag to eat my first fry, and there were barely any left, maybe ten fries in the container, including what was in the bottom of the bag, which was unknown to both of us at the time. There was about a quarter of the fries left. So, there are, ends up being some more in the bottom of the bag, but they both don't know this. So, they okay. both think there's only ten left in the container. I instantly came upset and said something like, you ate all the fries, what the hell? Yeah. Because she was the one who originally asked for you them. You wanted them, yeah. I felt angry and kind of withdrew into myself a bit, trying to calm down, but I was obviously very angry. He said, sorry, I'm really bad about waiting to eat. I said, that's so rude, you knew I wanted some. He said, I'm sorry, I didn't know you wanted that many. (laughs) He grew silent and we got home and I wasn't letting it go. I wanted a real apology and acknowledgement of my feelings out of the deal, which was starting to feel like pulling teeth. Yeah. I got excuses mixed in with maybe one or two I'm sorry's. We ended up settling on. I thought a quarter of the fries would be enough since you said you didn't want many. But that didn't feel honest since there was less than a quarter left in the container and we didn't even know that they were in the bag at the time. Mm. Am I the asshole for being upset at my boyfriend for eating almost all the fries and not accepting his defense immediately instead of a complete apology? No, not the asshole. He's the asshole. Yeah. I think, like, maybe she made a bigger deal out of it than maybe they needed to. It's a little dramatic, because she still had a cheeseburger, but, like, she was the one that asked for them. Yeah. And then he ate them all before she had the chance to. Yeah, to, like, and... To have any. There ended up being more left over, but, like, yeah. his intention was to eat all of them. Or, like, to not consider her yeah. as he was eating, like, not like, oh, I need to leave some for this person. Um, yeah, no, I would say that he's the asshole. 49% <laughs> of people said the boyfriend who ate the fries is the bigger asshole. Only 49? Yeah. Apparently everyone Whoa. else is, like, the Everybody else is probably, like, she overreacted. Dramatic. Yeah. But, like... Ethan has done this to me before with, like, popcorn. I'll be like, I'm going to make popcorn. Like, do you want any? He'll be like, yeah. And then I'll take, like, one piece and he'll take, like, five. And then I'll go in for another piece and he'll take five more. And I'm like, you got to slow down because you're going to eat all of it. And I made this for me. Right. No, Anthony does that too. So, like, we'll go out and um, I'll be like, oh, I'm going to get, like, this as a side with mine. And he's, I was like, are you going to get some? And he'll go, no, I'll just have some of yours. And I'll be like, no. no I get no. mad. I'm like, no, you're not. Because I'm ordering this entire side for myself. Yeah. It's not because I hate right. sharing with him. It's because I want to eat the whole thing and I know I want to eat the whole thing. Right. I'm not getting it to share. Yep. So you can get your own. We have enough money. Like, <sighs> I can't believe more people I thought know. she was the asshole. I know. I think it truly is because, um, keep shifting. That's okay. 
I think it's truly because she, like, made a big deal out of it. And apparently, like, he had said sorry a couple times. And she was like, I need a full apology. Okay, I guess Which that I'm like, I don't know. That is a little dramatic. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. She's probably hangry. <laughs> this one is just a, is a, a wild, wild ride. A okay. wild ride, I oh, think. Boy. Okay. All right. Am I the asshole for calling out my hubby's friend, 42 male, for getting their coworker, 40 female, pregnant and then ditching the kid and taking her to court because he didn't want to pay child support? No. <laughs> End of story. <laughs> this is... <laughs> like a episode of Maury. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my husband, 39 male, is friends and co-workers with both people. He's kept the super awkward friendship with, we'll call him Frank, 42 okay. male, by not talking about this situation. The situation is, Frank hooked up with another co-worker, 40 female, Jeez. and she ended up pregnant. Now he's taken her to court to try and get out of child <laughs> support. His side is that she told him she couldn't get pregnant after he said he didn't want kids. My husband has tried to stay neutral by not talking about it to either side. But at home, it hurts him because we've been trying for a kid for three years and have been working through some fertility issues and his friend gets someone pregnant like it's nothing and then wants nothing to do with the kid. So that really pisses me off. So, Frank ended up being at the same ball game as us. My husband said he wanted us to come hang out. I said I wasn't really interested in hanging out with a person like that. One thing led to another, and we ended up hanging out together. Ultimately, after the game was over and we all were bullshitting, I ended up calling him out, saying it's his responsibility as an adult. He ended the conversation by saying he has had to pay this whole time. Then Frank's side piece got involved. His side piece that's not the girl who's pregnant. Yes. Jesus. So she's there during the fight. So Frank's side piece got involved and we had to leave before I got us kicked out. Am I the asshole for even talking about it? Maybe different place, different time, but I had no intention of seeing him again. So is the person who called out the guy trying to get out of child support the asshole? Or is the person trying to get out of paying child support the asshole? Oh, this is another hard one. At first I heard the title and I was like, yeah, the guy's the asshole. But now that I'm hearing the situation, it's like... I don't know. Like, she probably didn't need to bring it up. Right. In that scenario. Yeah, I don't. I think can understand so. why it's a sensitive subject for her. Mm-hmm. I do think that like suing your coworker to get out of or taking somebody to court to get out of child support is kind of shitty if they're pregnant. They're. But I do think that if well, they had the kid. Okay. And he's been paying child oh, okay. support and is going to court to stop having to pay child okay. support. Okay, so I think that's shitty. Yeah. I also think that it's shitty if it's true that she lied about not being able to get pregnant when he said he didn't want... Because she probably just wanted to sleep with him really bad or, like, mm. have his baby. Maybe, I, right. And who knows if that was Maybe true she's or not. the asshole. <laughs> right. Was, who knows you if, could that, be, right, if you she could even be. said that or if he made it up. Yeah. To be like, I, you know, 
I think bottom line, he's probably the asshole. I think so, because that's, like, really It's also damaging for the kid, too, of, like, like, my dad doesn't even want to, like, pay for me. Right. So I think he's probably the asshole. Um, But, like, she probably didn't need to bring it up and could have just avoided it altogether. Yeah. But I think she's the asshole. He's the asshole, sorry. Okay. 72% of people said the person trying to get out of paying child support is the bigger asshole. Yeah. I would agree. Because it's like, you went to court and they said you had to pay child support. That's how that gets picked usually. Okay. And now you're trying to go back to court to get out of it. Yeah. And meanwhile, you keep talking about this with your friend who you know is trying Trying. to get pregnant with his wife and for three years has had infertility issues. Yeah. Doing the treatments and stuff. And then the wife is like, I don't want to go hang out with this dude. I don't like him. But then ends up getting dragged along anyway. Yeah. And it's also probably the fact of like, this man is like kind of disrespectful to women. Yeah. So like, I don't want to be right. Yeah. He's the asshole. Yeah. 100%. All right. Last one. Okay. Am I the asshole for humiliating my boyfriend and telling his friends? My boyfriend, 29 male, and I, 28 female, met in the same company. I've since left, but he's still there. He makes about $130,000 a year in tech sales. I make $180,000 a year as a cloud architect. Holy fuck. They definitely don't live in Maine. No. (laughs) We're going to guess, like, San Jose. Yeah. (laughs) He likes to complain because his commission compensation was reduced and the pre-sales engineers got a raise. I know it's because a lot of salespeople were writing really aggressive contracts that led to unhappy customers, and now the guidelines for sales have made it harder to make sales. My boyfriend used to make about $40,000 more. So he's a bit pissed about that, although to me, it's just the natural downturn in the tech sector. He was talking crap about how all the pre-sales engineers do is talk about products on PowerPoint and don't do any actual work that makes the customer sign. I got annoyed because he doesn't know anything about tech, and most pre-sales engineers I used to work with had four to eight years of software development experience, not to mention very specific trainings on the products before they got to make that salary. I had two years of support experience and three years of software dev experience before I made 180000 and my boyfriend only has sales experience, so to discount how much knowledge is needed is pretty shitty. Hmm. He said he knows some coding and could take their jobs. <laughs> I told him that since he thinks he knows their role, he should be able to pass a junior coding interview and technical questions. He agreed and said, loser pays for dinner. So I agreed. I got some interview questions and questions like FizzBuzz and HashMap coding questions, which those are um, like automated technical interview things. Because okay. yeah. when you go for like a code, like when you go for a coding job, they'll do like a coding interview and you have to like on the spot yeah. do a lot of really technical okay. stuff. That makes sense. I, a lot of other, like some creative fields will do that as yeah. well. Like that, that same, not obviously with coding, but like. Whether it's like writing copy on the spot or like writing a tweet, they'll like actually like they'll make you, you yeah, yeah, right. He couldn't answer a single question, (laughs) not even things like what's the difference between Java and Python, (laughs) explain what the OSI layers are, what is caching, and the craziest one was what's the difference between SAS and IAS. 
which he definitely should know because he's selling SaaS products. <laughs> I had 10 very basic questions and he couldn't answer a single one. He also didn't make any of the code run. He was pissed and argued with me the entire time, but I googled things to prove he wasn't right. Hmm. He sulked and he didn't even pay for dinner. Hmm. I was kind of bitter he didn't pay for dinner, and when a friend of his came over a week later, I told him about it, and we had a good laugh, because my boyfriend always likes to complain how easy engineers have it mm. while he has to travel, and boast how he could easily do their jobs. He was there and yelled at me later for humiliating him. Hmm. The person who told their boyfriend's friend about the interview is the asshole, or the person who, or the boyfriend who didn't pay for dinner? The boyfriend. That. I'd say the boyfriend, too. He just sounds kind of like a dick. Yeah. I like, understand being upset for your salary getting decreased that much. I would be, too. Get yeah. a different job. Yeah. Also, like, if there's an, any scenario where you think that, like, salesmen are more deserving of a higher salary than, the people than an engineer. The he's, ma- he's making the product. Yeah. All the training that has to go into that. And I'm just like, okay... I don't think you could do their job. No. That's, like, ridiculous. No. What do you mean you could I hate, and I that. just, like, hate in general when people are like, I could do that job. Because you probably 95% of the time, they actually can't. Yeah, no, you can't. Right. And he very much got proved to him that he couldn't. Yeah. And then... And then was a bitch about it. And was a bitch about it. And then... I mean, yeah, the girlfriend didn't need to, like, mention it to... But, like, you also don't know... Like, the boyfriend's friend about it, but at the end of the day, like... You also don't know, like, the scenario in which she mentioned right. it. Like, I'm imagining her just being like... Because, you know, she used to work there, so, like, she probably knows the guy. They're probably buddies. She was probably just like, like you'll never just, like, believe, like, what yeah. we did the other day. He thought that he could do it, and they're like, ha, 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 right. ha, but, like, not, like, in a malicious way. Especially because it sounds like she used to do web development stuff, so he's being like, I can do your job. Yeah. Their job's easy. They don't deserve money. And she's like, that used to be my job, though. Yeah. Not only do I think he's the asshole, but I think she should break up with him. I agree. <laughs> Yep, 77% of people said the boyfriend yeah. was the asshole. Yeah. I don't even think, like, there's any scenario in that one where you can say she was the asshole. Like, in any way. Like, I don't even think she was did anything wrong there. No, because he was the one who agreed to do the little test and we even was like, yeah. oh, we'll put a bet on it. And then... Even in the title, she was, like, talking about how she humiliated her boyfriend. Don't use that language. Yeah. I, I think that Humiliate. he I don't think it's that big used of a that deal. language, and, like, I feel like what she did was probably not that. No. So even in that way, I'm like, girlfriend, it sounds like you're being, like, gaslighted a little bit. Yeah, I think so. This guy sounds like so, a prick. So, yikes. So, dump his ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's been our BuzzFeed section of the show. That was fun. That was good. I liked that. We can bring it back. Okay. I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. So. It was a nice, like, it lifted my spirits after the serial killer stuff. So that was, that was a nice addition. Yeah, it was definitely very silly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that just about wraps it up for this week. Mm-hmm. Another episode in the books. Yeah been oh gosh what is this 15 14 
14. 14, I think. Ish. If you count all of the like little mini episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Going strong. We're doing the thing. We're doing the thing. So, um, I think we'll definitely want to bring back the BuzzFeed sec- segment. Definitely. For a future episode. Definitely. Maybe you can drive next time. That yeah, I'd love to. Do, I'd love you to have the chance to do that. Like okay. blind surprise you with quizzes. <laughs> I think that'll be fun. Yeah, to... BuzzFeed's a mystery. Uh, I think it's just like a random word generator when they make <laughs> yeah. those quizzes. Doesn't make any sense. Don't think it's supposed to. Right. Just like they probably just pick the title and then it's like random, like quiz questions. There's a part where you can submit your quizzes. We should make one. Oh my god, we should make one. We're gonna not be able to, we're gonna have to limit it to like four options to a question because that's too many combinations. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Or have it be like no matter what you pick for all the rest of them, what your first answer is determines your your answer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. But I think that's it for me. Yeah, that's it for me, too. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you for rating and subscribing. If you haven't, please do. We'll love you for it. Yeah. And you can always follow us on Instagram and TikTok mm-hmm. for some fun little snippets of the episode. Mm-hmm. And you'll always know when a new episode's available. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. I'm Madison. I'm Emma. And we are Drunk Drunk on a Monday. Monday.